0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: never has ever in one crew been so diverse trying to outdo the last verse that i birthed is my curse your knight in and rhyming armor sentimentally slay all grand dragons grabbing starburst number two um number two and then i'm stabbing
2: somebody let me hold a number two pencil because they testing me somebody let me hold a number two pencil because they testing me i fly through the night yeah missed card with some sprite there's put inside you listen to these atl riders
3: hey welcome to the black god tells podcast your host rod and karen and we are in the house on a sunday a very special sunday man Mm -hmm. um we have uh been on these brothers show one time uh Mm -hmm. and we told everybody go over there check it out go listen to us it had a good time
4: we had a great time
3: and uh also uh this is the you know first time that you guys are hearing them on our show first time that they've been guests um and it's brandon and ken from the say something nice podcast what's going on guys what's going
1: hey. on y'all what's
3: no, up? not much man glad to have y'all now y'all are missing y'all are down a couple members uh so can you kind of give us the rundown of the whole crew and what the what the podcast is about
1: all right yeah so the podcast is basically it's me ken our friends kareem john and jameson and um, what we basically do is our show is about film, TV and music, um, reviews, news and discussion and mm-hmm. the current stuff, the classic old stuff and future stuff. So it sort of kind of exists within like the sort of kind of the intersection of, you know, the current broadcast networks, uh, Turner Classic Movies, TV1, BET, Cartoon Network It's sort of kind of like. Somewhere in the middle of all those is what we discuss. Like, we just did our 100th episode with the guys from the um, Three-Fifths podcast, and we talked about the entire history of the DC animated universe and all the DC cartoons before and after. Wow. So, Super Friends, Batman, the animated series, even the old 1940s Max Flash or Superman cartoons.
3: That is like a podcast, like, Negro Justice League of all those people <laughs> on the same show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of people on the same show. Everybody, man.
4: like, know their history. They know their facts. <laughs> yeah. who Everybody
3: got, that? Oh, yeah. got de- uh, mm-hmm. with
4: PhDs and shit.
3: I want to know who was Booster Gold, you know? Like, I don't need to know. Um, <laughs> John would be Booster
1: Gold. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: and how did y'all come, like, how did y'all come up with the concept of the podcast and, like, what was the impetus to decide to start doing a podcast?
1: What happened was, me and John and me and Kareem would always have these really really long conversations about movies and TV and things like, you know, like two and three hour. Like whenever we whenever I see Kareem in person or whenever I talk to um John on the phone, Mm -hmm. these really long conversations about it. You know, we really enjoyed it. It came effortlessly to us, and so um, we just decided to do a podcast, and so. Cause I had known both of them for a long time. And then when we started up, um, Ken came over a couple of episodes. He's sort of kind of like the, um, the recurring, um, guest who becomes the regular. Mm. Cause he was, he would come over every like couple of weeks. And then I was like, dude, you should just, just come every week because, you know, he really brought a lot of great insight. You know, he's a really big comic book fan and everything. And so, and then, um, we added on Jameson. Uh, we also had another co-host, Rachel, for a little while. Um, she's, um, she was there for a, for a couple of months, but, you know, she got really busy with work and everything. Um, but we basically, we're all friends. We've been friends a long time, like a long time. How long have we been, how long we known each other Kendrick? About almost a decade by now, if not more?
2: Uh, I would put it right at a decade.
3: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that's, you know, honestly, that's the thing that separates the good shows, I think, from the kind of like the ones that are kind of fi- trying to find their place is, uh and it makes every show unique is that friendship you know that relationship yeah, people can tell. yeah every relationship right. is different some you know like i listen to uh what's the tea And you could just tell that like they could just literally be recording a telephone call, you know, like it, like, it like, and I happen to be eavesdropping in. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit different. It's like on the telephone call, you don't have to worry about who's going to get offended or what joke, you know, what joke you can make and stuff. But in general is, you know, it's like that kind of relationship Mm -hmm. people can pick up on it right away and they feel comfortable and they feel at home. Um, and you know, I was listening to y'all, uh, today and I was just like, you know, like you could just feel it like okay these like this is like i mean obviously y'all 100 in so the groove is there you know what i'm saying like (laughs) once you get past a certain point it's like this is what the show gonna be um but also it's just kind of like you could feel like okay these people know each other they bounce off each other well it's you know like the tangents are funny and stuff like that man so uh yeah i i feel like everybody should be checking out the show man because it's a dope show man And y'all talk about a lot of the same stuff that that uh we talk about and whatnot so i feel like if people listen to this they should be listening to that um ken what was it like coming in late uh on the podcast like what was it like coming in and being like i'm not official but now I'm i'm official like what was that transition like
2: i mean it was it was it was kind of seamless because, like I said, I knew all the people before and interacted with them, so it was a a natural transition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's always nat it's all it's as natural as your friend volunteering you to help them move, right? <laughs> but not kind of painful, you know, which we have both done to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> That's when you know a friendship is real. Yeah, I I remember a a long time
3: a a, (laughs) a long time ago. I had this idea of um, surprise moving parties you schedule a party at your house and make it sound like it's gonna be lit and when everybody show up you just be like i actually the party's at the new place but i boxed everything up everybody grab a box put it on the truck we're gonna drive over to the new crib and we're gonna get it in you know like but uh everybody said that was a horrible idea that probably lead to somebody murdering me so of
0: course
3: <laughs> i decided not to do that this mm-hmm. this, this move would have been a perfect opportunity we moved like one block you know (laughs) everybody grab one box come over to the new joint the new joiners kit is bigger got like the wood floor we could we got the we got the uh usb in the in the ceiling we could have been jamming but karen said call two men in the truck so yep that's 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 their job to that's, move that's what we ended up doing Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody.
1: Hey, I, I know you ain't been to the gym in about a couple of months You're gonna
3: make up for it right now. <laughs> i'm like inviting that'll be the first time i'm inviting people i don't even fuck with on facebook you know what I mean? <laughs> hey bro i know you had that homophobic rant last year and and i brought blocked you but come on over to the crib bro i need you to handle some boxes i'm gonna need you to yeah lift up that couch yeah, yeah
4: somebody coming over being cute with they open toe shoes and oh, dress and shit and,
3: and true. yeah
4: you got them walking five feet and sweating out they perm you want to fight
3: right is it a white party sure well, whatever you want it don't even matter what you wear uh <laughs> just come prepared to, to lift i'm you know? glad
4: he did not do this
3: yeah i didn't i did i ended up not doing but do. uh I do feel like that transition from, um, from uh, like, coming in and being part of the show is a little bit different than, like, kind of starting as part of the show. But if you already know everybody, then it's it wasn't that it. big a deal. Were y'all, were y'all listening to podcasts before you started your podcast, or was it something, you know, like, how'd y'all get into that?
1: Well, yeah, um, we've been definitely been listening. I listened to y'all, What's the T, um, The read, um, Fan Bros was on at the time. Who else was I listening to? And Then while I was working on the show, and I got to listening to more of y'all, I started listening to um Gaming and then some Black Astronauts. We have a couple of friends who are do their own podcasts. There's the um Long and Late Movie Show. My oh friend, yeah, Russell, yeah, I've been on Layton. there, man. Yeah, yeah, Russell Layton and um and Shira, um our friends Damon and Tony do the Get Out the Room Horror Movie Podcast. Oh yeah, their I, show. Yep, no them.
3: they dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, it's a small podcasting world man like sometimes (laughs) it's
4: it's big and small at the same time explain to people yeah it's big because it's a lot of people it's small because the average person has a smartphone and still don't know what the fucking podcast is
3: yeah (laughs) but that's um how did y'all come up with the name as well
1: we bounce names back and forth and say something nice just came up as a like a natural thing primarily because you listen to our intro the intro is my friend Greg, because me and him would always have these really heated conversations because I would talk about movies that, you know, I would say, oh, this movie is terrible because this, this, and this. And he'd be like, that's my favorite movie, though. <laughs> you can't talk about my favorite movie. That's mine. And so I literally was like, you know what? That should be the intro to the show. So I literally <laughs> called him and said, you know that conversation we had two months ago where you we got to the argument about such and such movie? Yeah, do that.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that was Greg this whole time.
0: Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, I I
2: thought that was like a scene from a movie, like you did a cut clip of Corey Holcomb or something. No, it's Greg. (laughs) So this whole time, I didn't know Greg was our intro.
3: Yeah, I I thought it was like a reality TV show clip or something. I had no idea, man. That's just one of the homies. Like, yeah.
4: And, And you know what? I'm not even gonna lie. When I first seen the name, I was like this is gonna be a very sweet podcast like like I was to <laughs> side, like I when i read the name i was like oh because i'm a girl so i ain't gonna lie i was like oh I, it's gonna
3: listen, be sweet and flowery i first of all say something nice is like bless your heart for the south
4: <laughs> not, it
3: doesn't mean anything it doesn't necessarily mean anything nice but the thing that that got me was uh i'll be listening to it and i'm just like yeah this none of this is nice this is uh pretty mean <laughs> it's pretty it's like who fucked up this week you know what i mean <laughs> it's like did you see what songs i said oh man uh like they like y'all went in on um frank ocean's album last uh the last one i listened to and i was just like yeah, that's nothing not nice was said. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I waited so long to put it out that you know people got antsy. I actually finally listened to it yesterday on my mm. way to the gym. And like, well, I listened to Blonde and not Endless because Endless is only as you know a um, visual album, right? But unless Blonde, you got,
2: unless you got that poop, <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, I did it through um, Apple Music. So, but the album is really good and it's worth the wait, but then. We found out the reason it was so late was because he was trying to uh, figure out how to get out his contract.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That so was he the... put out his last album on Def Jam, Endless, and then two days later, hey, look, my first
2: album, Independent. Yeah,
3: that joint, man, I read that article. I was like, yo, he is slick as fuck. Like, I would have yeah. never thought of that, dog.
2: Yeah, I'm like, this was the only the second time I've ever heard Lucian's grain, Grains' name put out there. He's <laughs> like the white man behind the curtain of all your favorite <laughs> rap artists, yeah, well, he's the real Lucius
3: uh from Empire, you know yeah! he's the
4: if you said that's a white man, that's a brother. Yeah, Lucius we just happen to
3: we just happened to still uh we appropriated they shit this time. Uh, apparently so. so. He the real I need <laughs> you that
0: monster.
4: His extended family is called Collins. What's happening The
2: <laughs> greens and Collins
3: um but yeah so uh make sure you guys are checking out the show man you can find on itunes stitcher uh, rss radio everywhere you find podcasts say something nice um you can also um go to the website ssnpodcast.com and check them out there uh like i said man it's a really good show and i was laughing all morning just uh doing chores and and putting up stuff on our show on our website today um speaking of which obviously uh it's the blackout tips you can find us at theblackouttips.com uh you know home of uh so many things that we do man i just this morning i put out our off-season review of outcast season one which uh came on cinemax um you know i read the comic book uh, i had dexter from Shadow shadowdial productions uh who was an interesting guest to have on a tv show review being that he's a tv and film producer and writer mm-hmm. so he had a lot of different perspectives to to add uh and, <laughs> and i left it all in because we got disconnected like two or three times and i was just like you know what man this is how you know i love what i do because uh this would just been like some normal shit i've been like hey man well we caught and uh, y'all got like 30 minutes of the review and uh some of the characters we didn't get to have a good one <laughs> but uh <laughs> we we tried like three or four different methods of connecting to get that joint out. Um, I also put out a new pregame, which is the show that just, uh, it's really just Justin and me talking shit before we talk about the sports show, but I had to separate it cause it's never about sports. So. You no,
4: know, it'll be an hour about love and hip hop. which right. y'all watch through the week. Basketball tale from the YMCA.
3: Right. Reality show news. Um, it's, it's so much shit that's not, but it's good and it's fun. I got to, uh, and sometimes I'll be editing that one and i'll go back and like listen to it and i will catch myself listening because it is a mm-hmm. fun show it is uh making myself laugh at shit that i know that already happened so i'm like you know what we are good at this podcast thing you just sometimes you need a gentle reminder um but you can find all that at the com. you can also leave uh comments you can vote in the poll you can do all kinds of stuff um and <clears throat> i'll be recording this afternoon it won't be live but hopefully i'll be recording the get down um off season review with uh will strickland um wall street you guys may know him from the all balls don't bounce podcast uh now defunct but you know that was my man <laughs> but he
1: he knows so every- i don't see it on um in podcast but ken's eyebrow just went up at the name of the um Oh,
3: the all brows, all balls don't bounce? Yeah, yeah. I mean, between all balls don't bounce and, uh, balls deep sports, we have some, uh, some nice metaphors going yeah, on with the sports, uh-huh. uh, over here. But, uh, yeah. He, okay. My <laughs> is
2: probably about Odell Beckman. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 but, uh, we, uh, but yeah, we'll definitely, I'll be doing that review with him and then, um, um i have my eye on some people that i want to get because i got a review um don't breathe which which i just saw by myself because karen didn't go see it with me Um,
4: I i know i'm a grown ass woman but i don't do scary fuck that
3: i thought about going on craigslist and putting out an ad to see if i could just like hold the top part of somebody's arm uh for the movie you know i pay for snacks you know what i'm saying like it's platonic it doesn't have to you know g- gender it don't matter what gender it is i just sometimes you need somebody on to be so you can just be like oh shit we scared together but
4: <laughs> but you but you know the weird part i can do sci
3: Yeah, yeah all you, day long. yeah you do sci hard
4: but but when it come to that that we gonna just go bullshit fuck that
3: oh uh, this is so good you fucked up you fucked mm-hmm. up, Karen. No,
4: I didn't. Yes, good. you did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, 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 tell you I was there. I you
3: weren't there. You mm-hmm. fucked up. You would have loved it. I
4: ain't missed nothing.
3: Listen, I'm, I mean, I don't want to spoil the review, but the last 45 minutes of that movie, everybody... I went to the Black Theater, of course. Uh, <laughs> every, every, everybody in my theater was like, run, bitch! Bitch,
0: what are you doing?
3: Like, the whole <laughs> fucking theater. It's just a whole room of people calling this white woman a bitch and tell it, giving her different instructions. That was the whole just like, okay. bitch, get out the car! It, it's a dog! It's a dog! Like It was just, oh my God, it was so good.
4: Now, I must say, Roger, know that's me, because Roger laughs at me like, when me and him are watching like regular ass TV shows in the house, and I know he be trying to pay attention. I know he do. And I'm talking to the character, like the characters can hear me. Sometimes uh. he got to tell me, baby, they can't hear you. Yeah. I'm talking to the TV, but like, you know he run around the corner but like you know she can't hear you right you, you missed out
3: Karen. this was this was that time like all this was the time to be that person okay everybody in the theater was that i'm talking about white people black people like everybody was saying the same shit for 45 minutes straight it's just like don't go down there don't go down oh she going down there god damn god damn she got my heart racing yeah some dude said it was one part where dude was like Oh no, the police gonna come. They gonna get. Her. They gonna get her. And I was like, she white, and everybody started laughing. Oh, so good. Y'all, y'all, everybody should go check that. Just make sure you go to a black theater. I don't know how white people watch it. Probably not. It's probably not as fun with the white theater. Well, I
4: take that back. It do sound like y'all had a great time. Oh,
3: it's so good. I mean, it's it's not really that. It's scary, but in a good way. It's Okay, not, it, okay.
4: Because I, I don't like what they call like, uh like. Horror, uh, porn. Like I don't like that. If that makes sense, we gonna see how gross and, and, and suspenseful we can get just because we can. I don't do that.
0: Right. Mm. if
4: that makes sense and sometimes i can't tell from the preview like saw is that hard porn we just gonna see how far we can take it just because so i've never seen that a single solitary saw and never will because i'm like i don't want to see how grossed out you could turn my stomach i just want to come in and enjoy what you're trying nah, to it wasn't to it
3: wasn't gross really i mean it's had some gross part it, it's just good i don't know how else to tell you it's just everybody should go see it i might go see it again it's that good uh and it's an hour and twenty minutes, so, oh, so it's short, yeah, you don't spend all, it's not you know thirty minutes of previews, obviously, but you don't spend all day in there mad, so <clears throat> all right uh yeah, today's show is actually oh wait, I didn't even say this part, the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you it's double sponsored. it's brought to you by shadow doll productions of course we have our album the best of rod and karen you can find it on itunes and amazon just go search rod and karen or best of rod and karen um and cop that joint and if you get it make sure you review it let them know that it's an awesome album uh leave them five stars and and tell them uh you loved it because it helps move the album up uh the charts and it helps uh Mm -hmm. you know when people go buy stuff a lot of times You'll look at the stars and you go, oh, okay, four or five stars. This must be pretty good. So make sure you guys do that. Um, and lastly, we're brought to you by Bevel, of course. Bevel is the first and only shaving system made for coarse and curly hair for black people, you know, with your sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out GetBevel.com today and use code TVGWT to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's dot com all right let's talk news y'all all All kinds of stuff is happening in the news all right um i guess the biggest news uh would be uh nate parker did an interview Mm -hmm. all right okay uh and you know the title of the interview it's not misleading but it's i mean that's pretty much what happened he talked about consent um toxic masculinity and some other terms that he's probably learned in the last 2 weeks, you know, <laughs> since them other two interviews. Uh I, like I'm I'm not saying it to belittle him, but he it, you can see from the interview he obviously didn't know any of that shit. Um which is kind of what privilege is, right? Like you know, uh it's you know, when white people hear some shit and it's like, "Oh, what the fuck you mean? I'm a fragile. I got fragile whiteness." It's like, "Yeah, you you just learned this term cuz you were it and are mm-hmm. it so <laughs> he learned it um they did an interview he did his interview with com. um and i follow. I, I checked out the uh author of the piece Brittany danielle on twitter and she was kind of talking about it and guessing like behind the scenes like 16 different points but the general gist is evan <clears throat> uh his a black woman at I believe it's at sony or whatever company it is that this is through or universal or whatever set up the interview because she knew that he needed to do this come on um which is one of the reasons it matters who who's employed at your place uh Mm -hmm. what we look like because there's probably white people that either don't even know this is going on or care about it or Uh, or or think it's a big issue
4: right i just like shut up just let the time pass
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I can guarantee you it's because it's Fox who's putting it out, so you know. Yeah, so they can't even get the mutants right, so I know they ain't gonna get real life <laughs> shit
2: right. <laughs> yeah,
3: somewhere, somewhere, Brian it's Singer, somewhere Brian know, Singer is like,
2: like the literature right there for them, two copies.
3: <laughs> hmm. Somewhere, <laughs> war- bri- so <laughs> Brian so Somewhere, Brian Singer. sitting up there, like, should we put Nat Turner into the X Men franchise? I mean, that universe needs some black people. I could do that.
4: right um. It's copy paste they won't need they too lazy to do that so right. i know they're gonna mess this up
3: yeah i like this nate parker die we kind of had the same sense uh scandals going on what I'm...
4: what we already got the dialogue written <laughs> out somebody's already drawn the pictures what all we got to do is hit control out out copy and paste right nah, we gonna come up with our own stories fuck that 100 years of history books
3: Oh, um, all right so i don't know how we got on that tangent but nate parker Fox is terrible <laughs> that is true we'll never forget mm. never forget Mm-mm, never uh so he does this interview um you know i can't read the whole thing because it's very long but he the thing i would say is that he clearly has been thinking about it he's clearly been reading about it he name dropped like three different authors of pieces that um he had read um um he also said some shit that i was so mad because motherfuckers that have been in my mentions over the whole the black men are the white people of black people um tweet he said some of the same shit that i was like yeah obviously like he 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 basically said the fact that look the fact that i'm quote unquote woke racially and at the same time exerting my privilege in 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 my uh in gender and, and homophobia and shit, I'm I'm like, I'm I'm obviously oppressing people with those with that shit and contributing to it. That's is no excuse for 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 those that both exist at the same time. And I can make if I'm gonna ask other people to be better towards my people, then I should also be better towards my people that fall into different demographics on, of blackness. What? Didn't think that shit was that complicated. You, uh.
4: you you'll, be a, you'll be amazing, <laughs> shot because there's a lot of quote unquote woke people but they only woke on shit that it directly affects them if it don't affect them they sleep as hell
3: yeah it just it was you know like i just took the a couple of quotes from it and was just like so uh am i still a cone? because i mean he said uh-huh, it now yeah
4: you still uh, i hope you know this now, now he now he, a,
3: now he a coon too i guess we cooning together uh,
4: nah nah he going they can, they can still hold him up as a banner point so yeah nah.
3: So, um, at any rate, that was kind of the good part of it. That's still a lot okay. of bad. Still a lot of bad. Um, <clears throat> I guess I didn't even ask it. Have either of y'all read it? Uh, Ken, Brandon?
1: Yeah, we yeah, definitely read it. Read it. Okay. All right. Um, I have it. So there's still, still
3: some, there's still some bad. Um, and I don't know. This could be a legal thing and, and that, and, and that might just be the explanation for it. Uh, and I didn't even really think about that, but it's not like he admits that, that situation, uh, <laughs> that situation that rape was rape uh he was a, right. like when he was in college <laughs> right <laughs> let
1: us just put it all out man. yeah that unfortunate
3: I'm, situation
1: i'm under I'm, I'm the impression <laughs> that he might be in danger of do by the family, right? Already?
3: That's what I heard. Civilly, like just because you be the case criminally, I mean, right. listen, I only watched half of Double Jeopardy the movie, so I don't know how it <laughs> ends. But you know, I like I'm not a legal scholar, I'll admit that. So maybe part of it is this can be used against him civilly at some point, and um he don't want to, and especially since he's it seems he's done no restitution towards that family. Uh in the interview he even says like he hadn't even thought about that woman or that case in 17 years mm-hmm. which
4: cuz
3: he know the woman was dead i ain't gonna lie i find that unbelievable not the part about not knowing she was dead but the part about if something was that harrowing that happened to you at that age you ain't thought about it once dog like i know it came up with beyond the lights i remember people being like fuck nate parker like i know he's seen it but he, he said did. he ain't thought about it
1: somebody's saying in the comments that we have an echo it might be me
3: okay no 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 no, don't don't worry about it i'll refresh maybe it's me give me a second
2: it's branded
3: oh brandon
1: echo do i need need to refresh do i need to just nah um
3: let me see let me ask them who let me see anybody else have an echo problem i'll just ask real quick because sometimes it does that momentarily and then it goes away okay um and okay. i don't see it on the screen as as echoing anywhere so yeah it's gone okay Okay. It's okay. all right so um <clears throat> what i was gonna say though is like so obviously he doesn't admit to that and it sounds like he was talking around it like he was coming close to admitting it he was like talking about how at 19 he really didn't know anything about consent and he thought anything other than a no was uh was a yes and he thought that even shit like a girl being he would be he would be like we just looked at it like is this woman down like is she down and a lot of people look at it this way Mm -hmm. here's the thing they didn't ask her was she down Mm -hmm. they were just like guessing is she down or is she not and part of being down for a lot of dudes is she came over here right you
4: showed up you gonna get fucked regardless of how you really feel about it like
3: that's the consent you came to my house so obviously i can do whatever the fuck i want because you wouldn't have came down here if not for that um and i understand that uh consent has you know some areas that are great to a lot of people and a lot of people don't like this new attitude and change and awareness that is coming about where right because you the, know you might have to explicitly be like yes i will take some dick tonight or, or no you know, i don't
4: want any and yeah the thing is and like i said i don't understand this if nothing else if i was a male for my own protection to protect me from even be quote-unquote accused of it i would do everything in my power to be sure that a yes is a yes yeah but you know apparently that's not a big issue and apparently you know this is quote unquote the way it goes
3: well it's um i think it's relatively new that we're talking about it like this you know like not as as far as for men i know i know when i was in high school we had a retreat that was about like sexual uh awareness and shit like this when we were in uh it was off campus it was off of high school they we took an overnight trip to this retreat and we um they grouped their boys and the girls differently in in, in some sessions in some sessions we were together Mm -hmm. in the sessions where we were apart the older men that were like coaches and teachers there they were responsible to like lead us through certain talking points and these you know you know lesson plans basically and i remember our lesson plan on one thing was like it was more about sex but it was about like um, not getting caught up. And it wasn't getting caught up like legally and shit. It was like women gonna cheat on you. Uh, a, a teacher told us, he was a basketball teacher. I'll never forget this shit. The basketball coach, he was like, um, he was in college. One of his friends had a girlfriend and they were going up to, uh, one of the, to some dorm. They were going up, upstairs and there was a line around the hallway and shit and he kept talking about how long this line was and they got to the end of the line and it was a train being run on his girlfriend and it was and the lesson we were supposed to get from that wasn't she was raped or this is terrible it was a uh, basically like be careful who you fuck with you fall in love with one of these girls they might be getting a train ran on them now look at you you look stupid and you know and everybody was laughing like oh. literally the whole room like which is funny cuz you know what the adults are leading the conversation and right. and they're making and they're being funny So the kids, everybody in that room, the lesson we learned was that this is funny that this happened to this woman. And more importantly, it happened to him. Like, we were learning through the, you know, this man, this happened to him. It isn't a funny story that he got, quote, unquote, played. Um, And so I remember we left the the session, and you had to come back together, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm assuming women have been telling their stories of Mm -hmm. college and sexual experiences and stuff. We walk in that room. Listen, we walked out of out of our session. Everyone's smiling, tears come. Oh, wipe the tears from my eyes. We walk into the other session.
4: Like a fucking funeral. Tears coming
3: out of people's eyes. It is not like an anger. Like they're looking at us because they've been hearing us laughing in this other room the whole time. Uh, And we come together, and like that divide had never been so fucking blatant. Um, Like I had uh, made a friend that week on the bus coming up there uh very smart smart girl Keisha she was um she was like so smart that she was like one of those people that's like yeah I'm a freshman but I'm about to go to college type people Mm -hmm. well I'm like damn you smart as hell you know Mm -hmm. uh and she like and so when they group us up she was like my buddy on the bus and shit so when they group us up they put us back into those pairs and I'm sitting next to Keisha and she like like somebody mama just died you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like People got their hands on her. Like, her chest got caved in. You know, like, she crying. That, that that like, that cry where you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. That joint. And I'm just sitting up here like, oh, shit. Like, I don't even know what to say. I don't want to, like, okay. cause a problem. I don't want to be part of the problem and be like, right. oh, it's okay. We was just joking. You know, like, I was just like, nope, I'm not saying shit. Um, and, you know, like, she was talking about her stories and stuff <laughs> and saying, like, uh she was sexually assaulted as a child and shit right. like that. So it was just so different. And so what I mean is this was a sexual education camp, basically, for two days. You know, not once did they talk to us, the boys, about consent. Not once. Mm -mm. So when I say that this discussion is fairly new, I mean, it's fairly new. That was 20 years ago. They weren't talking about it. And they probably, you know, there's probably still places where people don't talk about it. The only thing they tell boys is, like, don't get somebody pregnant and don't get caught up they don't say make sure you have consent and even if it's for self-protection which i would think i'm not right. i'm not an optimist when it comes to human as as a cynic i would just think if you had a son out of self-protection you'd be like well listen this is what consent is because you don't want to go to jail right. Right. over a misunderstanding and we can't even get people to do that they get defensive about just that level of like well can't you do it just so you say the court is rigged against black people and all this shit can't you just say it so that you won't go to court? And it's like, fuck that. She come over to my house, I'm fucking. That's what it is. So it mm-hmm. is kind of like fucked up like that. And he was saying that was his attitude at 19, but at, I think he's 36 now or something? Yeah,
0: 36. Okay,
3: so he's like, that's not my attitude now, and he wants to be a leader uh, with spreading awareness about this stuff, which... It's always kind of a shaky thing to go from <laughs> zero to a hundred, but um, hopefully he's dedicated to learning more. It's only two weeks and he sounds like a person that's only been thinking about this for two weeks. Um, I don't know how you say you want to be a leader for justice and restorative justice for victims of sexual assault and teaching men about consent, but you haven't really come to grips with your own history you know, and then at the end he added this part about homophobia because he had some homophobic comments that yes, he said. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And he, honestly, it was two things. One, I thought it was good that he brought it up because he was not asked about it. Right. So I will give him, I'll give him that much. Like, I thought he was going to well, do the whole interview and not talk about it, to be quite honest. Now, he knows he needs to talk about that shit, though. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. His people weren't in the room, so he wasn't, like, prompted to do it. But he knew, like in this interview i have to bring this up too and i'm not gonna front man his comments were like i'm i'm uh, i'm I'm like he still kind of put himself first like i'm kind of sorry that i would say something like that and i made and i said homophobic comments and uh it was something like no matter it was something real vague like no matter how you see yourself as whatever whatever. like it wasn't a very affirmative like look what i said was wrong especially when i said that this emasculates black men to be gay that was wrong like it wasn't that it was very much a like i'm sorry my language offended you and same thing to sexual assault survivors i'm sorry that my language offended you in talking about it because i put myself as a victim and it's like that's i don't think that was all of what offended people
1: right yeah he said um I'm sorry for everyone who ever read similar comments or just got wind that something was said and that he's growing on his, his understanding. Because the thing is, what he said was that, you know, he didn't, to preserve the black male, mm-hmm. he was never going to play a gay part or a cross-dressing part. The Yet. thing is, mm-hmm. it's like so many issues that are been, he conflated into that one statement, you know? If you play a gay character, that doesn't mean you have to actually physically be you know, be in contact with another guy on camera. The police chief on the um, on the Flash is a gay character, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's making out with a dude every episode. You know, that's part of it. And then the other part, you know, is that a gay character doesn't mean you're playing. You know, like a really flamboyant, feminine one. So it's that's what people were offended by with that. And then as far as like the comments about his understanding of sexual assault, maybe and like the maybe is the maybes this will lead him on a a path to speaking out against it I don't know about being a leader yeah. but certainly you know whoever he has Olivia Pope, Ray Ray Donovan whoever it is he has you (laughs) you know coaching him through this stuff hopefully they're not just doing it just so that they can get this picture out you know and by April he's not talking about it anymore Right. And it will continue past the release window of the movie and you will see, you know, more growth from him and everything. Cause a lot of people, you know, that is one reason why a lot of people were, didn't want to see the movie is that, you know, A, you know, like the, the case itself, you know, people read the documents, it didn't look good at all. Oh. But then the way he addressed it was so, you know, tone deaf and it offended people on top of what had happened. Right. To where even if it did happen 17 years ago, it was opening up the wound again Mm -hmm. because it was like it's been 17 years and people felt like he hadn't evolved enough or learned enough to, you know, address it differently.
3: Yeah, he could have hit a no comment on that and come out better than what he said the first time, uh, honestly, because that shit was bad. And then the second, and even with this, like, if the goal is just to get people to come see the movie there's gonna be some people that are very will will they are very hopeful that they can get any level of progress from this dude and they're gonna go see it with and they're gonna start having this attitude of he apologized didn't he you know (laughs) it's gonna start being a lot of that from certain people i've
1: already seen it (laughs) oh
3: you've already seen it okay so there you go yeah i know there's gonna be people hiding behind that um like the fact like the criticism didn't get him to come just this far like the crit- criticism works you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily mean that it's always right or it's always fair but it can work you know and when it's a big group of people being like hey dog you fucked up you either can you know bite the bullet or you can uh sit up there and ignore it but uh he seems to be trying not to ignore it the thing is i get why people are skeptical I, it's a trust issue and the only thing that builds trust is time and actions mm-hmm. that's it you can't you're not gonna fix this shit by october whenever this movie comes out like that shit you that's sale you're not gonna fix this shit by the time the oscars come out you mm-hmm. might have rehabilitated some of your image in in some um you know in some ways that you know people see is like the first thing when they see you you know what i mean surface level but in a substantial way this shit would take years you know like i don't know what restitution he can make towards her family if any you know um someone was saying that she has a daughter that's left behind or something so i don't know if there's something he can do for her or whatever if the family would even let that happen but it seems like he hasn't even really talked to them or considered that Mm -mm. in 17 years so there's no you know i don't know how you reconcile all that shit in two weeks you know or two months or two years or whatever the fuck so i think if it's if this is the start of something then good if this is the end, all of everything he's going to say, if this is, you know, if he's not going to be a man of his word, then that's bad. You know, like, yeah. it's it's like, to me, it's no, it's no real in between or like, at least he said something, which is what a lot of people are doing. And I don't, I don't think that's, that's not really the same. Like just, Oh, he, at least he addressed it. It's like, nah, not really, you know?
4: Yeah. Cause I and also, I think for me, what I've been seeing a lot on social media, And to me, if you're going to go see the movie, just go see the movie. But I think a lot of people have gotten to the point where they want to go see the movie, but they don't want to deal with any of the negative connotation that comes around them when they publicly say they want to go see the movie. They just want to go see the movie in peace. But anytime they say anything on social media that they want to go see the movie, you're automatically going to have people to go fuck that nigger, and it makes them mad, and it makes them defensive, and you have these fucking pointless-ass arguments. If you're not going to go see the movie, don't go see the movie. Nobody's forcing you. Nobody's making you. And my thing, and maybe this is just me, People's mind are have already been made up of if they're mm. going to go see this movie or not. The 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 arguments on social media are fruitless and pointless. Mm. If you're like I'm going to support him for whatever reason, I don't even care. Go support him, and if don't, just say fuck him and keep going. You know, right. it's it's one of those things where you have people that are are arguing and defending. Uh, somebody that needs to be accountable for their own actions and somebody that, in my opinion, yeah, we started the right way, but just some because somebody says something... Does not automatically equal forgiveness, but you right. have so many people that are more than willing to forgive him because he's a black male. I'm just going to keep that real. Yeah. And you have so many black males that support him just because he's a black male for, and for no other reason, regardless of what he did and regardless of what he said. And you have some females that would go, well, I would have forgiven him if he would have gave, like when he first came out, if mm-hmm. he would have came out and did a more sincere and polished
0: mm-hmm.
4: apology, quote, unquote, however you can get to it as close yeah. as you can, more black women would have been like, okay, cool, that's all I wanted from you. But because you half asked it or because you actually went out there before you actually talked to your PR people, polished it up, you mm-hmm. know, and now you're fixing things after the fact. Sometimes it's best to wait, mm-hmm. let stuff wash out, and then come on the backside. Well,
3: that's, that's another thing I think about this interview. I don't think they should have done this interview, honestly. Like, I know that people feel like it's a step in the right direction, but... I, this is like crash course two weeks of feminism womanism um like it's two weeks in like you you might have some of the terminology, but it's that that's a lot to try to go from being a you know like being a person that was literally on the other side of that to now I wanna be an advocate for that that's a lot to ask anybody. Um, and I, to me, I feel like the timing of the interview is more of a sign that they wanted to just go away. Right. Cause that's too, that's too soon, man. It's like, if you told me like, Rod, I need you to t- teach a physics class in two weeks. I might know some of the shit. I definitely ain't going to know it all. Oh no. You know, like, um, and I, and I do, I do want to know what he's going to, um, like what's going to happen after this. And that only time could tell that shit. But, and I understand why people want to forgive him. I do want, un- I me think. Too. I think it's one a of the things Annette that oh Turner go ahead, movie. right? It's we want this movie so bad. Like there's some people that like we want like listen. This is like if, if they did a Harriet Tubman movie, which is the movie I want. I want a Harriet Tubman movie, I right? No,
4: I'm going to see that.
3: But then I found out like Viola Davis like used to like I don't know kill puppies. <laughs> 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 I would be on I would be on the internet and like, man, but really like y'all really fuck with puppies like that, though. I mean think
2: about it. <laughs> I'm mean, amazing because that actually seems possible that once upon a time like, up, like on a plantation they, all, they would have drowned puppies
1: occasionally. Yeah, I would dude. Huh? Y'all don't care about Scrappy do that much,
3: do you? <laughs> I would be like posting pictures of dogs biting people during the Civil Rights Movement, like like them biting male men. Yeah, this what they this what they grow up to be, and y'all support this? Come on, let Viola yeah. cook like I like I understand the impetus to want to do that because mm-hmm. you right. want to be able to support everything with a clear conscience. Right. But it, to be honest, that that's some grade school shit. We're never nothing's clean like that, like someone dirty, because people are dirty people are fucked up someone dirty has their hand in the pie in every single thing even in you know i've seen people make the argument of like i'm not supporting nate parker but i wanted to support the other actors and shit and all the production and stuff and the bigger idea of getting black films made that, okay i mean however you have to rationalize it you know look, you're that's what you're gonna to go do that,
1: like this year it's interesting because, um, as far as like, you know, quote unquote Oscar bait black movies, yeah. we have options, y'all, mm-hmm. for the first time, like, in a whole time. Denzel's making fences. Well, he's made fences. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw Southside with you last night about, mm-hmm. uh, with Tika Sumter about Barack and Michelle Obama's first date. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Moonlight from Barry Jenkins is coming out. Mm-hmm. Hidden Figures, which is not a – Hidden Figures is directed by a white guy, but it's about, you know, um, Taraji, um, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monae, you know, back in the 60s being mathematicians from NASA. Mm-hmm. There's, like – we have options this year. Just, you know me Like, it's not like – we don't have to put all of our chips, you know, in one basket like in every other year where it's like if you don't support Trump, you're a slave, you know, something's wrong with you. He's like, you have this one too, this one and that one that's what all people usually have been wanting or requesting is variety right Right.
3: yeah there's a lot so there's a lot to it man i feel like uh you know um hopefully this dude's just on his way i'll just put it that way and try to stay optimistic um obviously cynically i'm still gonna wait to see what happens at the oscar season and Mm -hmm. if this is the end you know because could just be i mean and it's, it's not like it hasn't happened before where people have done something egregious. It just didn't happen this close to them having a movie out. Like, right. for the most part, when this kind of shit comes up, you know, like with Woody Allen or something, it's like, yeah, but in a year when this movie comes out, it'll mostly be dealt with. Like, people either have talked about it or haven't talked about it, but it won't be people like, let's talk about it now. Uh, this shit is just, the timing is just fucked up for him. Like, yeah, I don't know what you want to do for 2 months, bro, but it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, he's only got a couple of weeks to clean up before the actual release. They actually canceled his um his Q&A he was going to do at the Toronto Film Festival. Yeah. They said, "We'll still show the movie, but um he won't be speaking."
3: Yeah, and I think they even canceled the screening in LA um yeah, like last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, you know, it um and like i said i'm i don't feel like people are being unfairly tough on him but you did an interview where you wanted to talk about this if you don't have the language or you haven't made the progress to truly show for a lot of people to feel like okay this is where i'm gonna forgive him and this is where i'm gonna start supporting him and like then then that's just what people are saying you can't hold it against people for being honest that they feel like yeah this isn't enough for me like that's why he did the interview it's the show that he was trying to do more so you can't yeah you can't have it both ways where it's like well damn ain't y'all happy it's like well one some people are never gonna be happy you just gotta deal with that ain't that the truth but then two there's some people that are just like yo i would have been happy but this was a half measure and that's what it is man it it happens
4: yeah and for i'm sorry and for the uh festivals and things like that they're like hey uh yeah we 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 are film festivals we don't got nothing to do with this rape shit we are not going to have you come up here and talk and everything that's plastered around our festival is your name rape in our festival like we don't want that to be the fucking headline so no you will not come speak we'll show you a movie but we're not going to have you speak say something you ain't got no business saying and next thing you know our film festival quote unquote allowed you to speak on our platform and Mm. then we got these problems nope
2: you know yeah, right. nobody what? wants Go to be ahead. complicit in a rape, uh, rape case so exactly fashion. Yeah,
3: yeah and you know one thing i did think throughout this that i that i really don't think i've ever seen um what would have happened if he just said i i'm sorry i definitely did it i've changed and i'm going to you know and all the other shit he said about being better but he rather than kind of talk around it and like just be like no i I am slash was homophobic. I'm going to try to unlearn this shit, you know, because he still was citing, like, religion and God and stuff, which is, a uh, you know, when it comes, like, that gave me less hope for the homophobic part because I'm like, there's a lot of people that are like, well, I'm religious and I'm not homophobic. But, you know, being gay is a lifestyle and a choice that you keep making, and it's a sin, and you're going to go to hell. And you're like, eh, hold up now, Playboy. Like, <laughs> that don't sound too. Uh, right there. Right. That don't really sound like uh, you're not homophobic. It sound like you still are. Um, it's like, But I didn't call them a slur. So, I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> I'm <made> progress. <laughs> yeah.
3: It
2: it's like your, your white coworker who comes through and says, hey. Mm hmm. I'm not a racist but uh, <laughs> you know Colin Cavinaga is a, a thug kitchen and you keep on warming up your meal from last night I think you had some dreams and some <laughs> crap of pork It always smells like hot water <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like listen I'm not racist but that Colin Kaepernick is a goddamn thug, okay? I'm um, just saying. I don't, why are you looking at me like that, Jamal? I don't understand. I said I wasn't racist, the opposite of racism.
4: Yes, I done came a long way. I don't call them jigaboos no more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, you people, you know, Um uh, yeah,
1: you, you, um, black, uh, uh, color, um, um, um African American, is that the right one? Is that the one to say? Is that, is that good?
3: You know, oh, colored. What do y'all go by now? Colored still? Um, y'all
1: not brown
4: people know yeah. about what do we call you so what I mean you call
3: you, Phil? so you know that's kind of you know in a way like I said seems like he's trying we'll see if he's trying to rehabilitate his image for the movie or if he's trying to really be a, a different new person and maybe these shits take steps I mean he's <laughs> not mm-hmm. it's, you don't figure it all out Uh like I was talking to Leslie Mack on Twitter and she was like he sounds like white people when they first start waking up to racism mm-hmm. and they'll be like I now see what racism is. It's like, yeah, remember that racist shit you did two weeks ago? That was different. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that good that Chescaley did on MTV with the um the white dude, where she where she, she was like the Ghost of Christmas Past and took him to like all the racism stuff about how the world be like without black people. And at the very end, he shushed his wife out. was like, "Shh, I'm woke now." Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh man. They though.
1: I want people to sort of kind of get it out of their heads that there's a Hollywood conspiracy against Nate Parker because Harvey Weinstein, one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, is trying to stand up for Nate Parker. Right. If there was a conspiracy, Harvey Weinstein would probably be somewhere on the side of the people who would be against it. And mm-hmm. even, you know, um, Cheryl Boone Isaacs, um, yeah. the um, head of the academy, I call her my play mama because she looks, she reminds <laughs> me of my own mom. She <laughs> She's like telling people they need to go see the movie and everything. So she's putting her neck out on the line in this whole thing too. Is like she, so people, the people in Hollywood, a good portion of them do want the movie to succeed, even in spite of the controversy. And a good portion of them don't as well. It's like with anything, you have 50 50 or however it's going to go. But it's not like this didn't come out because, you know, woohoo ha 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 ha, Nate Parker movie we had to shut this down right now. I saw it build slowly on social media first, and then the Deadline article where clearly the studio set it up for Nate Parker, the, the first one that, you know, was the problem in the Variety article. Right. That's the order I saw everything happening. <clears throat> and people also, you know, they some people knew about this stuff from a while ago because it was on his Wikipedia page, apparently, because I hadn't read that. Mm-hmm. But he also had did an article back and he did The Great Debaters in 2007, and they asked him about it, because that was his first, like, major role that he ever did. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like they went and dug up something that nobody knew about. Yeah, it's he... just that, before January 2016, Nate Parker was, like, what we called on our show, we, um, Jameson pointed out, he was basically black famous. Mm-hmm. You know, he hadn't had a lot of exposure beyond, you know, relatively small movies that were only aimed at us yeah so he, he
3: actually one, said in the in the article that he doesn't subscribe to those conspiracy theories so right. like you like i said some of the shit he said i was glad he said it you know the comparison between like white privilege and white racism and oppression versus black male privilege and oppression within our own communities and and gender privilege and shit like that i'm glad he, he said that shit um and that he recognized that shit because i've just seen so many people denying that that even exists the last uh 72 hours or whatever it's just like holy shit you know um so it's good that he said it um and especially the part about this it's not a conspiracy that's not what's happening i'm glad he recognized it um and and admitted that because i do think the um and i and i know nobody not a lot of people give credit for this but I do give credit for people that could hide behind I'm the real victim and they don't. Cause it's, right. it happens so often, you know, uh, as much as people don't fuck with Taylor Swift, I remember doing that Nick Minaj shit. So many white people wrote columns about how Nick Minaj was being fucked up towards her. And Taylor Swift was like, no, mm-mm, I fucked up. Right. Like, you know, cause it, it's, it's so comforting to have people that have your back that just tell you whatever the fuck you need to hear and support you no matter what. And uh so i do appreciate him being like no hotel,s y'all can stop making the diagram videos and on youtube and just i i fucked up you know what I mean? like just just take it as that um
1: diagram videos
3: yeah they be it's a lot bro i got a hotel video <laughs> now i finally made it yesterday i <laughs> uncle hotel uncle hotel
1: uncle, hotel,
3: uncle don't hotel don't fuck with with your boy man <laughs> Uh, but it's cool. He don't fuck with like Leslie Jones. Uh, he, he gonna vote for Trump. So I, I feel pretty safe oh being, <laughs> <laughs> being on the outs. Uh, in other news, um, MTV will reportedly let Kanye West do whatever he wants for four minutes at the VMAs this year.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: Let us just, we let go outside and play?
2: What's and, happening? <laughs> wait, wait, <stop>. So, <laughs> I mean, the, the MTV pre, pre is pretty much throwing up their hands about the VMAs that they just can't get the same type of ratings they were getting in the '90s and into the 2000s. Right, their ratings First have gone
0: down. So,
2: the, so <laughs> they are basically rehashing the same thing over and over again it's you know in i don't know kanye west is as brandon would say the scrappy dude of the vmas mm-hmm. <laughs> they just keep like he was a recurring character that's now a regular at it and it's like why do we care
3: yeah i i mean it says a lot that they just they are publicly putting out there like we don't even know you know what I'm saying like
4: but they never know no matter if they give him a script or not like you just never well, know Well you
3: think you know. You know what I'm saying? You watch their rehearsals, you watch their practices, you think you know. This yeah. is the first time where they just like, man, we don't even we ain't watch none of this shit. Like he got 4 minutes to go on and get off stage. That's all we can tell you about tonight's performance.
1: Um uh, we'll see. I hope, ass- I hope they assign him a at least a development executive just to make sure he meets, you know, Stand up some practices <laughs> that, you
2: know, they don't, if, they don't lose their money. <laughs> if MTV wants to shock people, you invite Janet to be at the VMAs. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Both titties out. <laughs> Got that mama milk. We yeah. Just, uh, no more time on this
1: network. No yeah. more, um, um, Mr. Clean. <laughs>
3: I don't even know how how old Janet Jackson is, but I would actually check out Nipplegate Part Two. I don't give (laughs) a fuck. Fifty? Yeah, I would. I would look at them fifty old titties like it was no shame in my in my game, straight up. Because she had like a whole like Christmas tree decoration on that thing during the Super Bowl. So who knows? What she gonna what's what she gonna come out with she had like the star david on her shit or something i don't remember what
0: it, it was
3: decorative as fuck man like I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in if it was her but yeah i i don't know man i still kind of had that feeling like i'll check this out on the internet, the next day.
4: Oh yeah, you get the you get the clipits and things like that. But y'all was talking about that ratings, yeah, because you know every time the MTV was come on, they come like on across every forty five channels that Viacom have, and every year yeah. they were like, our ratings dropped by ten percent, our ratings dropped by twenty percent. <laughs> they have whack. Nobody cares. They have whack
3: hosts most of the time too. That's
4: it. They have whack hosts, and they've the- been having
3: people that are funny to like, uh, not even just funny to white people, but like a subsection of white people. It's not white. even, you know. I think they had that. um oh wait that dude's like a serious person now that comedian that was like british you know what i'm talking about with this long stringy hair i forget his name russell brand russell brand yeah they had him host for like a couple years yeah but i don't care yeah they had that um the woman that was in um uh she's a bigger woman that was in the latest uh was it the sequel to whatever that like singing competition, Page movie. To remember Wilson? There you okay. go. Like they had her in there. So like, I don't know what the draw is for the like. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's the days of them having like Chris Rock, Jim Carrey. Like they, those days seem gone.
4: Right. And I don't care about who y'all bringing up the next internet sensation pop star yeah. I've never heard of before.
2: Yeah, so. I, they have DJ Khaled doing the pre-show, but he, they should have had him doing the main show. They should.
4: Yeah, been- oh, I'd have been at his Snapchat. Okay, see, now I would
3: have. That would have been. I'd have tuned in instead of introducing people. He'd be giving them like motivational speeches.
1: after <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said it's over. He'd be on the mic. Congratulations.
4: Yeah. Yeah, they win another award. They were like, and another one.
2: And another one. Got you to I another show to, to be like a, a televised version of a DJ Khaled mixtape. That's all. <laughs>
4: I'm
2: here for you know, that. Snapchat, his Snapchat. Well, yeah, yes.
3: <laughs> he gets ready. He gets ready to introduce uh, Kanye West. He's, he's like,
2: you smart, you loyal, you great. <laughs> I appreciate that.
4: <laughs> yes, i'm here for it now i will to my ass would sit down and tune in for that
3: i will watch that That's, i might even watch the pre-show now i wasn't gonna watch it now i might have to watch it to see what he gonna do um <clears throat> Nicki minaj's brother
4: mm-hmm.
3: has been given time to consider a plea bargain over charges of raping a 12 year old girl
4: oh yeah we talked about this before
3: mm-hmm. so he can plea bargain they've granted him four days to consider the plea bargain um
4: oh, what's this nice to have money four long days. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nigga you got two minutes make your mind right now
3: yeah i've seen the first 48 they don't give you four right, days. That's like, four days. <laughs> yeah it don't work like that for most of us but for him he's getting four days to decide uh he basically got offered a deal of 15 years to life um if he decides not to take the plea deal and is found guilty he could face life behind bars uh, he's been charged with first-degree rape and first-degree sexual con- uh, conduct against a preteen. And Nicki Minaj did not appear in court, but did put up her brother's $100,000 bond when he was arrested in December. Uh, and I remember people were being like, "That's very controversial," but th- I-, I can't even imagine yeah, she, she, the pressure from your yeah. family. Uh, she probably, when you she have probably the was means obligated you, to,
4: regardless of how yeah. she felt about it. She was obligated to, because everybody was looking at her like, we ain't got the money.
3: You going to let your brother just sit in jail? I know. Oh, and that was like right around Christmas. Oh, I know the holidays sucked. Okay. <laughs> It'd be nice if Kevin was here. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> I mean, you got your brother fucking up. You got Meat Mill fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: bailed that rapper out so he could be on house arrest. That's all we ask. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, just somewhere in like her walk-in closet, just meditating every day. Just <laughs> Jelani, <laughs> Jelani never said
3: nothing bad about Drake, and this is what you do, okay? <laughs> but yeah, so he got four days to decide. Which, uh, look, man, you better take that deal if you did that shit. Because yeah,
4: and I wouldn't show up. They would put your ass
3: in there for life, for real.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm on tour somewhere. Yeah, I, I did my beat, my my job. The rest on you.
3: You know, the last dude that uh tried to get a real sweet plea deal was Darren Sharper and he got hit with twice the time fucking around. <laughs> uh this is just good news. Finally we can cover some good news on the show. Um yes. A B C has nabbed a comedy from Mar Brock akil and Selima Kill. Um, yes. you know, they're the people that uh did the game. Um okay on B and, BT. On b and mary jane b and
4: mary jane a lot of people i don't watch those but a lot of people love those shows
3: yeah so now they'll have a show on abc that'll be coming up soon what's the name of it uh i don't even think they named it yet okay. um it's just it's just like it's it's really like breaking news you know
4: okay uh lebron james has a show on showtime
3: yeah it's called Survivor's remorse i think something. okay yes okay i haven't watched it yet but Me
4: either
1: Oh, it's good it's really good
3: yeah someone wrote in you the second person that told me that someone wrote in the um balls deep and told me i need to watch it okay so i'm, I'm gonna start watching it fuck it
1: you know yeah it stars um tashina arnold jesse usher and it used to start my gaps as well
3: yeah he'll be back i mean i know that i heard that you know they wrote him off but he gonna have to come back because uncle buck ain't work out so
4: <laughs> oh you don't you have to be a, a long
3: lost twin something you figure that one out bro. get that <laughs> money
4: how many episodes did uncle buck get a whole
1: three
3: Uncle Buck ain't... Man, I swear to God, Uncle Buck got canceled in like three weeks. It was
1: crazy. Yeah, they ran all the episodes, like I think they might have run three or four the first week, and then the rest of them, they ran two back-to-back. It was like they knew, because that that show was supposed to be a mid-season replacement. It didn't run to the summer. Mm -hmm. I think they knew that the show wasn't going to quite work out. It wasn't that good either, like, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to... I gave it a chance. I watched... I must have watched four episodes of it maybe five like Mm. i gave it like a chance i really tried to like
3: (laughs) yeah i yeah that's what i hear man um and more good news okay all right we have found tupac everybody okay (laughs) he yes (laughs) we found him guys thank Mm -hmm. goodness Mm -hmm. i was reading the daily mail and apparently there was a selfie that has proved that mm-hmm. Tupac Shakur is alive and well, almost 20 years after he was gunned down. Mm-mm. Uh, I can show you guys on the screen. If, uh, Karen, Karen can you hop off the screen real quick and I'll, I'll show everybody in the chat. Uh, and, and then we'll, uh, oh, see this. yeah, we'll do it. I'll put it right back. Give me one second. Um, so yeah, this is the, this is Tupac in 2016. Stay, still wearing the same bandana. <laughs> same bandana and everything, age? y'all.
4: He had not aged.
3: Uh, I mean, he's eight, he looks older to me, in my opinion. You know, black don't crack, but uh, he's, got, he's,
2: got, he's been going vegan and everything since he's been hiding. Yeah, out. he's
3: lost, lost a bit of weight, <laughs> lost a bit of weight, but uh, Been running
4: got 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 tracksuit on. Now this is
3: uh, this is a picture of the old Tupac. <laughs> this is the old Tupac here I'm with the because
1: so like 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 <laughs> who. Who proved this article to go the same? Because it's clearly not the same person at all. It's like Tupac went
4: hippie.
1: I had a job where I worked um, like like, and the president of the company mistook me for the other black guy in my department. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, it's that. That's okay. Okay.
3: All right. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. (laughs) We all look alike. You know. All right. We let rest with Brandon. Thanks. Okay. The rest of us that that believe in our hearts and we know that mm-hmm. Tupac is back. Mm-hmm. Uh we looking forward to some fire some fire albums hopefully, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. See what he going to be talking about now that it's been 20 years, you know. Mm-hmm. He did say we, you know, he said we weren't ready for a black president. I wonder what he thinks now, you know. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like he was right. Uh <laughs> Uh also um in other breaking news, Creflo Dollar said God told him to vote for Donald Trump.
1: Oh, no, oh, no that's the same guy. Oh, go
2: ahead, Brandon.
1: I saw that article. That one actually turned out it was like something somebody had planned something. Like, oh. some person come out later and say that he didn't say that because he never apparently endorses um, political candidates okay. for president. Okay. So, yeah, so that, that, because I saw that, everybody saw that, and I was like, we're like, no. But we all, the fact that, you know, it's Creflo dollar, a lot of people were like, well, that could have possibly happened
3: so. yeah okay yeah. cool so it's made up all right good good my bad y'all i saw it on twitter black twitter and i was like oh my god the jokes uh because yeah, like <laughs> you know creflo used to come on right at the vt uncut you know yeah. like that's he'd be like get, take that dick out your hand and get to this jesus you're like oh no
4: uh, put that weed out praise the lord right <laughs>
3: like don't worry about what that smell what that thing smell like with black jesus worry about what you tithing with regular jesus come on over here y'all
1: god bless these benjamins yeah Yeah.
4: (laughs) and them bitches you throwing them dollars on we'll be right back that's
1: what he
3: should have did that's what he should have did when he started is he should have started each episode with a uh song from BET uncut and talking shit you know Oh, you ain't got no pennies on the dance floor. But do you have your tides in the collection plate? Coming up next on Creflo.com. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Ah!
2: That's funny.
3: (laughs) Are you praise dancing on a headstand? Are you? Coming up next. Anyway. uh, (laughs) uh, This is also, we covered this uh, um, last week and i guess as an update i think in all fairness we should probably show that uh so we talked about there was a comedian who was accused of raping somebody Mm -hmm. by two different women actually right and the ucb which is a comedy like club and whatnot in in new york said that he could not perform there anymore you know now this person apparently hadn't like necessarily at least no one knew if or not this person had gone to the police or whatever the club said hey we did an investigation." during our findings we decided yo this dude cannot come back on our premises fuck that and there were so many comedians who were on you know they get on their their soapbox with the what about the freedom of speech type you know type bullshit where you're like this isn't that you know or um y'all just giving in the internet mob justice well i'm gonna send my internet mob justice to argue with people and shit you know there's all these like grandstanding facebook posts and stuff and i think because i'm in that Space now, when I, you know, through the show, I see so much of that that I didn't used to see, you know, so I lose a lot of respect for folks, man, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and honestly, especially black dudes, like, because we know what it's like when something fucked up happens to us and we can't go to the police, Come on. or people won't believe us. We know it, we know for a fact, you know, every interaction we have with a police officer i mean i've seen tv and shit but i'm gonna be real i've never been like can i see your badge ever no even when i know what they're doing is fucked up i just be like man i just hope this motherfucker don't kill me
4: i wouldn't even know what a badge number was so they could give me a false one i would know because i don't ask
3: and that's if it would have worked because sometimes i'll be seeing videos where they be like i ain't giving you shit homeboy and it's like all right well please don't give me no bullets then you know so in this case um the club believed her, and there were some comedians, some very vocal, you know, Michael Che, uh, Kurt Masker, uh, who does Race Wars podcast and stuff, that were very vocal about how they don't. Not only was it just like I don't have to believe you, but you didn't go to the cops, and that's fucked up. Nobody's gonna, you know, why would I believe you? You didn't go to the cops, so we just believe people now, you know, that kind of shit. Um, there was a, you know, a lot of mocking of feminists, a lot of mocking of you know just kind of internet like you sjw's and the pc mafia that type of shit so apparently he sat down and talked to the alleged rape victim and says he now he 100 percent believes her and he like kind of put out an apology over a podcast or a radio show for like an hour or so um <clears throat> saying uh she didn't deserve to have this happen for this to happen to her nobody deserves this shit and i can assure you i will never be that cavalier again and that's not pressure on me it's what i believe because a lot of people thought well you're just doing this because amy schumer or whatever and he's like nobody reached out to me and made me say this i just uh i was wrong basically and i shouldn't have done gone about things the way i did um he didn't want to tell her story or say her name right which is interesting because that was part of the mocking he was doing of all these people was, so you just can namelessly accuse somebody and it's like, yeah. Okay. So now that they told you, are you saying her name? No, because you understand now you understand the ridicule of people like you. It doesn't help that people like, you know, my name, you're going to just make it worse. Um, and you know, I'm sure he, there's a lot more, you know, he taught, you know, it, it was a lot of i'm so sorry everything's been so tough for me a lot of you know woe is me shit to made, be honest. made
4: it about him right yeah
3: the whole thing has been made about him right. none of this was ever about him and you don't have to insert yourself to be the story on this you can just sit back and be like okay we'll see what happens with that or what you don't have to have a hot take but he wanted to lead the charge of the the anti uh i don't know anti-women crowd or whatever right um one of the things he said or intimated was kind of like maybe she had gone to police and that some things had happened there and she's gonna come out and tell her own story at some point but he was basically on some like well because this whole thing was like you didn't go to the cops and shit and i remember us talking about this and being like one totally understandable when victims don't go to the cops sometimes i don't want to go through years of a legal fight to get nothing
4: i don't want to go through the harassment i don't yeah. want to go through my family getting harassed i don't want to go I don't if want
3: you didn't call through. the cops when you got like your phone stolen this is much more bigger than that you oh, know what i'm yeah, saying i
4: never call the cops <laughs> i just go pay, pay full a price and replace my phone right like
3: this is much bigger than that you don't have to have no test done on you for no fucking phone stolen you don't have to go to no courtroom for no phone stolen you don't have to like worry about uh this person knowing your name retaliating any of this shit meanwhile you know something as big as someone violating your body i'm just it's just supposed no brainer let's go i'm ready to i've never seen a movie about this i'm just ready to go be you know go go through this all over again so that was a big part of it um and so so then he kind of hinted that you know she would be telling that story on her own at some point and maybe people will hear about it um and so he regrets a lot of stuff that he said um talked about how bad he feels for saying that shit uh you know, let's see what else he said he says that barry crimins uh reached out to him he's the subject of a movie call me lucky who was he was a victim of sexual abuse as a child he reached out to him during the past week and may have been the person that talked to him out of killing himself because he was saying he wanted to kill himself through all this um you know it's uh he was saying his his career is fine, so the, the is even is probably even better than it was, um, and 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 I mean which says a lot about the industry, you know, because no matter how big of a spotlight he's shown on himself through this ignorance, it never was going to threaten his career, which is interesting. Um, so uh, he yeah he said a woman with Alicia from Chicago did an interview with him that made him angry and it helped him um he did a phone interview with a woman named Alicia in Chicago where he apologized to rape victims everywhere um what was that that was yeah uh and oh and he also talked to the alleged rapist as well and decided that he ended up believing her which is just so funny because that's what the club did and you were completely batshit crazy about the club now more bigger than all this shit because I really don't give a fuck about his personal journey or whatever i think he caused a whole lot of hurt and pain and who knows if you can ever make up for some shit like that and if it's your brand to be like the fire brand then there'll just be some other shit later that you're gonna do this with you know it you know it's just some people's nature and it's how they make their money and shit and we'll see just like everything else with nate parker you'll see if he's learned or if he hasn't learned maybe he doesn't give a fuck i don't know um but one of the things i thought was interesting since I'm in these Facebook groups with all these, you know, Facebook circles, it's not really a group, but since these mm-hmm. people are my friends, not nearly as many people shared this. Mm-mm. Not all the likes, Mm-mm. not all the, you know, like, Mm-mm. before right. I saw all the grandstanding and, like, he's telling the truth and tell it like it is when it was like the, these victims need to say, now he's saying he's regret these things he said, he's regretting some of this stuff. Why y'all ain't sharing that? Y'all ain't learning with him? mm say like that shit pissed me off so bad because like where the fuck is your integrity man like you were quick to use him to to hide behind to be like yeah bitch be lying i mean we supposed to just believe this i mean come on now i would have to talk to everybody okay so he did now y'all y'all gonna say that okay i see why this is kind of fucked up you know like i made a joke on my page joke observation whatever you want to call it but i was like so uh basically just all the sexual assault survivors if you can just run it by kurt masker uh we'll start believing you we can stop rape culture one person at a time we just keep running it by him because it seems such a it seems like such a ridiculous thing to have to do and it's still a testament to your privilege that you were able to cause that much of a stir to get the shit to come to you so then you could personally vouch for somebody that people were already telling you yo you should really believe this shit without having to go into all the details and and find out all this stuff about each story because in general the idea that they're lying is uh very rare you know right so karen what are you gonna say yeah. i can see it
4: yeah he gives a big old fuck you <laughs> um and i'm gonna be playing that plain and simple with it uh for the fact that i shouldn't have to come to you and tell you my story before you believed me um period mm-hmm. you know and, and it's amazing how whenever you look into a victim's eyes Whenever the victim actually explains it to you, all of a sudden they become a human being. They don't become this abstract thing. They don't become this thing that you're separated from that you can call out and, and and have no personal connection to because me you talked about this before and i personally think and i do believe this for with a lot of men across the board if you ain't my family member and i ain't trying to fuck you then fuck you as a woman and mm. that's something that's plain and simple and a lot of dudes have this mentality when it comes to women if not my mama sister cousin friend aunt, so if you're not in my in, in my immediate circle Or if I ain't trying to get no pussy from you, we talking about straight men here, then it's a big old fuck you. I don't have to believe your stories. I don't have to believe what happened to you. I I don't have to care i don't have to have any empathy or sympathy towards you as individual woman because you know if you ain't trying to give me no pussy i'm not trying to there's no benefit for me as a man to care about you as a human being i'm not obligated to because the world told me i'm not obligated to care about you i'm supposed to pursue you and if you don't give me what i want it's a fuck you you know what i'm saying or if you're my family member i'm supposed to care about you because you're the one that i see every day all of a sudden you're the one that i'm supposed to have have compassion with because the world tells me that I'm only supposed to care about women that directly impact me in some way, shape, form, or fashion. If you don't directly impact my life on an everyday basis, I don't have to care about you. And, and for me personally, the root of that is the cause of a lot of the problems and a lot of disconnect and a lot of reasons why men get mad because I think a lot of men, particularly straight men, they're trained. They're, they're not trained to. Put uh, they're, they're trained to be predators to go after the prey. They're not trained to 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 have compassion for their prey. They're not trained to to see. You know what happens if I get to the prey and and, and the prey fights back. They're not trained if I get to the prey and I damage the prey. Uh, what happens to this damaged prey like th- no, nobody talks to men about this prey being a human being being a person being whole you know that's why you have so many women hurt and so many men act like well why can't I just tell her to smile because you don't know what she's been through you don't know how she's been victimized you don't know somebody told her to smile and thing, you know they busting upside the head and sexually assaulting her you don't know and it's because every man thinks that they are a special snowflake they think society. Society has taught me I want it I go get it no matter what I pursue it I you she tells me no I continually to pursue it because it's what I want not at one time do you get consideration about them and their feelings and them being a whole human being and so why should I as a victim be have to do this but, and, and it, it frustrates me uh, when this shit comes up because when you turn around and flip it and you go, okay, black man, if you have had, uh, uh something happen to you from the police and all these things go happen, why should you as a victim have to go to the police and talk to the police before you are believed? When you come out, people automatically believe you. They don't question you. They go, yeah, because it's happened to me. Same thing with women of sexual assault. When they come out, it's other victims that say, okay, I believe you, but yeah, I have to deal with some man with a penis coming in my mentions and telling me that what I say is not fact. probably 96, 97% of the time, most victims are not lying. Most people do not lie when it comes to this. Yes, you have this small percentage, but I'm tired of motherfuckers acting like this small percentage. is the grand scheme of things. It's not.
1: Right. It's like, almost like the voter fraud argument where people talk about, we got to prevent voter fraud and it's like this minuscule percentage of everything. Because like, this guy, multiple women came out against this guy. Like, Mm -hmm. not just one. And it's like, why can't we listen to these women when they're saying these things, you know? It's not going like and across multiple years, it's far, far less likely to be some sort of, you know, like conspiracy or whatever like that.
3: Yeah. It's just super disappointing. Like I said, it's especially with in that industry uh, at least the way I grew up, which is obviously now now obviously I'm looking at it like, well, that was very foolish and childish to believe, but the way i grew up was like oh yeah comedians they kind of get paid to tell it like it is and to confront societal shit and be like that's bullshit and and when you see that it's like oh no this dude has a vehicle that can help get people get on well they ain't gonna say shit about him you right. know what i mean like he could be wrong as fuck. they're just gonna let it slide but um uh, you know it uh what, in all fairness that was kind of the realization i had was like well i show it ain't like i show ain't shit so i can say whatever the fuck i want and be like this dude ain't shit and y'all ain't gonna do nothing to me either so you know what i mean like y'all just want to yeah. be friends and get put on so i'm not gonna stop telling the truth just you know or worry about making enemies and shit out of people that um are saying fucked up shit man like i'm glad he came to some realization that it was fucked up me though too. i'm i don't i don't want this person to commit suicide or anything like right. that so it's not like you know you just you know i'm sure people were hitting him with the just kill yourself and shit because they were very hurt by his comments but at the end of the day like you know i would rather a person like this learn and try to become a better person than the you know to, than to kill themselves but um you know i'd rather call it out than to not you know what i mean
4: yeah and and, and i think for me particularly as a woman it's, it, it 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 becomes to the point where it just begins to be frustrating you own this huge platform and the thing is okay you changed your mind but you know what it doesn't stop the trolls that constantly attack her those people don't go away those people continue to stay in her mention those people continue to at her those people continue well, to interact I don't, with her i
3: don't think anybody knows who it is so i don't think it's that but i, I know what you're saying mm-hmm. those people don't they don't learn much like exactly. i already saw a couple people do the he already apologized. Why y'all still talking about him? I already saw that too. So, you know, that right. the, the sympathy still goes towards him and not the victim.
4: Right. And the thing is, they don't know who she is, but, but, but the posts are still out. Oh, the there people still, her. yeah. So she Nobody still deleted them. a single right. post.
3: All the people that were agreeing with him. I haven't seen anybody say, I'm sorry, or I was wrong. Or, you know, this is a good point as well. None of that. It's all just been, I, when he was saying ignorant shit, I was pumping him up. Well, now that he's not saying ignorant shit, I'm I'm quiet as a fucking church mouse.
4: And my question is this: Does it only extend to her because you talked to her? What about the next victim? That's what I. Was, gonna that's my up? point. And, and 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 are you gonna be back on your high horse until and, and next time you're gonna demand <laughs> that they come to you because that's how. It, <laughs> right. That's work. what I'm
3: saying. Like either so way is I, fucked up. Right. Even, I'm saying even if that's even if that's not the lesson he learned, it's the lesson you just put out into the world for a lot of victims and a lot of like you personally need to go testify to each person that doesn't believe you that's bullshit she shouldn't have to do that and 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 i and ultimately i came away with the same with this with this feeling of like so basically if she hadn't talked to you you would have never got to this conclusion right which is fucked up
4: right you would have
3: still been out here being loud and wrong and just as confident just because just because she would have justifiably been like fuck you i'm not talking to you you would've used that as part of the reason that you don't believe her. It's fucked up. Uh, speaking of more fucked up shit.
0: <laughs>
3: We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles and we score them from 0 to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right.
4: Oh, boy. Yep. (laughs) It's
3: going to be an interesting one.
4: Get a chance to start a new session. Oh, yeah.
3: I do need to start a new session. Let me, uh, matter of fact, let me take care of it uh, now and uh, be right back, guys. Give me one second. (laughs) Uh, part two. And uh what time is it? Eleven mm-hmm. thirty-three. All right, so I'll just make this for like eleven thirty-five. Crank this bad boy, and I'm gonna call y'all back on screen in a second. All right, call the audience. Okay, Go live. Now I'm live, and I gotta invite you guys back on, Karen. Invited. Let me find Brandon. Invited. Right. And Ken. Invited. All right. When everybody gets back on screen, we'll we'll start with the mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Everybody's back. All right. <clears throat> Colin Kaepernick apparently has destroyed uh, white America in a something, way I'm, that I'm, has I'm, never been done before.
4: I knew something happened because all I kept seeing. I was like, it ain't football season. Why is his name going up and down my timeline?
3: Listen. <laughs> you you remember all right so that that what we talked about yesterday with the tweet and uh the response to it these white people sound just like them brothers that was in my mentions for the last 48 hours a whole lot of why you being so divisive i
4: don't a whole I, lot of <laughs> i don't even know
3: what 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 did he tweet I, i'm about to tell you it's not uh, i'm just i just want you to know what the responses were first
4: okay okay
3: why you being so divisive uh do you even want to be american maybe you should just leave america you know um Uh, a lot of uh but you you got money so why you care about this that time all right apparently he does not stand during the national anthem this year this is i think the second or third preseason game Mm -hmm. he hasn't stood during the national anthem for any of them someone finally asked him about it and um he basically said uh i'm not standing for this shit because this country is racist and there's still bodies in the street of of black people and uh I'm not fucking with you know I'm not fucking with this country there are bodies in the street people getting pay, people getting paid leave and getting away with murder um he said now I don't know what Chip Kelly's gonna say this is so interesting cause Chip Kelly was accused of not liking uh confident black players in Philadelphia mm-hmm. so you know and Kaepernick's future is in this guy's hands um they asked him did he run this by anybody he said of course not Not. (laughs) that was my favorite question i was like what (laughs) 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 hey guys i'm gonna not be standing national anthem because of black lives matter y'all cool with this chip everybody else on the (laughs) (laughs) street chip would have been like uh i mean
2: we gotta run this that's legal yeah
3: <laughs> we should probably go by corporate with this and uh see yeah no you don't know, ask of course kind of fucking protest would that be do you ask when you block the streets did you My ask God. before the boy the selma bus i mean before the bus boycott do you
2: ask like fuck is that but there's a form if you want to do a march today <laughs> I prepared some PowerPoint slides. If you look here, this is me
1: not standing for the national anthem. And, you know, this is me afterwards explaining it, you see. You know, it's all laid out so you can understand exactly what I'm going to do.
3: I filled out my protest sheet in
2: triplicate. And uh, everyone gets a copy. Fuck out of here. You see the mild progression of my loss of fucks? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: see, the arrow is going down. You know, it's I knew going down. I
2: knew something
3: was up with him. Um, I think it was last year. We read an article where it sounded like he was almost ready to retire because he just was like, "Yeah, I can live without football." And I was like, <laughs> 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 "Like you do realize what you do for a living, right?" But it makes sense now. He was just like, um, "If I lose it in pursuit of you know standing up, then I lose it. I'm, it's not gonna stop me." um so i think that's interesting another interesting moment this comes off the heels of cam newton saying we as a nation to move past race Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i want to say a month or two before that there was a drunk fan who filmed they had a video of him talking to colin kaepernick where he kept comparing colin kaepernick to cam newton and saying one day he could get on the level and stuff and colin was like yeah we not the same bro Mm -mm. and the dude just kept being like no listen man listen you just need to concentrate and he's like yeah we not so part of me may wonders if maybe that was the moment where he was just like man fuck (laughs) fuck this like (laughs) like like i'm about to come all the way out and just be like oh actually we not past racism and i'm not cam newton like he could have said that at the end i would have been like i understand
4: i do sweet. i also
3: this is and karen is a panthers fan i know you identify with this I'm going to have to let it go that he did Cam Superman celebration in our stadium when they beat us in the playoffs. I'm petty. No, how can you, how can you be against him? So you, so you against him on this one?
4: No, I'm not against him.
3: Well, then you letting it go. It's only,
4: I'm not letting it go.
3: So then it's still fuck him.
4: It's fuck him on that. Yes.
3: Mm, Okay. Interesting. I let it go. I
4: need an apology. And then you could be a hundred percent Negro.
3: That's what, you know what? It's sad. If, as petty as i am if i was if i was one of the media members i would definitely be like so you gonna let go to that uh you gonna apologize to cam because you that was black on black quarterback violence
4: True, you violated i, I seen through with my own eyes you so. violated
3: the code that day bro you mm-hmm. know he's, we pick on the white folks not us Mm-mm. it's only a handful but nah he um i'm letting it go though seriously i was i'm never bringing that shit up again that was uh that's some that's that's some real shit i I don't know what's gonna happen to his career uh yeah his money he got one <laughs> ironically on the show we talk about his his uh his sharecropping ass contract Where <laughs> like his contract is crazy like people talk about how much money he can make but the only way he can make that much money he has to get like 80 percent of the snaps go to the pro bowl and go to the super bowl he not gonna do all that shit like his contract is not that much
4: who set up his contract the record deals the 360 what's <laughs> happening here
3: a puff daddy um, big red yeah red <laughs> <Red's just> lying. <laughs> <laughs> sign the deal colin uh yeah yeah so he you know he got the um he got the okie doke contract man and who knows if he even makes the team now because it's probably better in their incentive to cut them mm-hmm. but uh which which is funny it's almost like the Carmelo Anthony thing where you might as well be woke you ain't getting no ring you know what I'm saying? you might as well come on out the woke closet dog like me still remember you for this um but uh yeah man uh, props to him now uh, let's talk about why it's on uh fucking with black people White people are mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they are. They, they big mad.
3: Big mad, dog. <laughs> Super size jumbo popcorn and, mad.
1: And the, the
4: thing about it is that uh, a few years ago, he, he, he didn't have a race, right? Where people was like, "The nigga black. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I ain't forgot. it right. was in my
3: Twitter mentions. Bad when I called him a black quarterback. Right. First of all, he's half white. He was transracially adopted by white folks. Shout out to the white folks though, because he said he talked to his family about it and they was down. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah! he, he, he went into one of them down ass white transracial families. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it's like the family of i am uh, I'm gonna get you sucker and shit. You know, uh, <laughs>
4: Abraham Lincoln was a poor wasted
3: piece of trash. Ah,
4: yeah. like, Amen, brother. Like, <laughs> like he went into they that walked, family. They, they showed up with protest sign and walked out with y'all.
3: Yeah, he. So he. Um. He yeah. So he got he triggered a lot of rage. Um. There yeah, were people that he said he disrespected the flag so much that they burned his jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, All I mean, right. burn the thing you paid for, dude.
4: Right, you paid a hundred. Especially if you got the, the the real one with the real stitching. You are talking about a two hundred dollars uh, piece of cloth? Go ahead. All
3: right, uh, they everyone tried to hide behind soldiers, like that was a huge like. People fought for your freedom, and you won't stand and salute the flag.
1: Um, they also fought for his First Amendment rights too.
3: Also, uh, he didn't say shit about the soldiers that fight for this country. I don't know. No. When do we get right. to that? I'm saying I don't want people to kill us in the streets, and you going, "What about the troops? What about the troops? You know, <laughs> that's what not that the same. To do with this, yeah. Like,
1: like you know, that's, that's like this goes. Oh look, a goalpost. Goal I wonder if it can move.
3: Right. They actually had a. a <laughs> they they've like put memes up of like soldiers without legs standing for uh-huh. the for the in a wheelchair kind of for the for the pledge of allegiance. And all that, like I'm like, what? And then there was some
2: to move like Will Smith and um After Earth. (laughs) 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 See,
3: come on, Black Fatherhood, Black Fatherhood. Um, (laughs) They was, (laughs) but they were you know, it was all that shit. if this country disgusts you so much, you should leave. Of course, others would die to be in your spot, you cocky child. Um, the dude from um, I guess everybody else knows him from SVU or something. I don't watch that show, but Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the dude that's trying to catch the slaves
1: mm-hmm.
3: Chris Maloney Chris Maloney was on Twitter talking about uh, he needs to, uh, Colin Kaepernick needs to grow
1: up oh. what? Mm-hmm. he in character, that's the problem he, he's too deep into that character <laughs> trying to catch them slaves <laughs> <laughs> There's <a dual>. he...
2: <laughs> when life becomes art
3: <laughs> hey, he gonna catch that uh, cause you know John Legend is a showrunner over there, You gonna catch that uh shonda Rhymes off screen death. If you don't,
4: yeah, if he don't <laughs> learn to shut he the fuck up, nobody know what happened to him.
3: Oh yeah, Thomas died. He died. We had we had a time jump. We coming back ten years later, y'all. So he, yeah, he died of cancer off screen. Fuck yeah. him.
1: Julius Smollett Bell's character killed him off screen.
3: Yeah, <laughs> y'all ain't
1: <laughs> see it. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's his corpse without a head. They mutilated him. <laughs> uh, 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 uh uh easy way to make sure you're not starting quarterback on opening day hashtag #september11 hmm. That oh and that was from uh they Matthew Hasselbeck like the quarterback let me look this up don't let me did he do this cuz i know he is conservative uh i'm about to see if this is twitter dog hasselback uh, i don't That's That all. might not be him let me see, see
1: god damn one it one. is oh no <laughs> nigga are you serious
3: alright Matthew Hasselbeck said that Tommy Lauren who is that white girl that we played that was on the back Beck show she she said that first comment. Oh, um <laughs> uh, let's see who else uh, Tyler Columbus said an activist changed USA for better but have to associate national anthem with military that die for your right to process, pro- protest stand up find another way Mm, I think he found the right way. The fact that you guys hate this one, you know what well, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like this is how I know it's it's right. You know, if it was some other shit, like I'm gonna wear, uh, I'm gonna wear black gloves during all my press conferences. People, people wouldn't give a fuck. This is the one that makes you care.
1: Um yeah. there was a lot of people saying that when you make 19 million dollars, I don't see how you can feel oppressed. It's not just about him. He's talking right. about black people in general that's what he's standing up for not just him it's that's, not his oppression he's talking about per se
3: right well that's also the problem though because one he could just as easily be a body in the street but two right. um because you know it's not like they know this tattooed up brown motherfucker if he start acting up they don't shoot him um mm-hmm. but one of the things i find very interesting is and and it kind of speaks to kind of the ills of capitalism the people just associate the access to money with freedom
4: Right. you know and it's exactly
3: what jesse williams was saying in his speech when he was like
4: that's not
3: just because we in this room and we rich they don't make us free like it ain't the right. same thing and don't ever get it confused you know it sucks to see um white people use that as a ride but it sucks even more to see black people buy into it sometimes because like nigga, that's not the same you mm-hmm. like at this point you are really just saying don't you have enough money to opt out of being black well then just do that
4: nah you you don't because i don't care how much money you got in your bank account when uh people see you you're still a nigger they don't go rich nigger poor nigger nigger in between you a nigger
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. oprah when she went over there to europe and um right and they went and let her in the stores she was, mm-hmm. she's oprah
3: oh oprah. oprah you definitely know oprah man we're close right <laughs> Uh, ma'am, I'm sorry. I'm I think sorry. you can
2: go over on Canal Street and get your uh, imitation bags over there. The man from <laughs> Alibaba said they're just as good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the white person comes in before Oprah. Ding dong. Oprah comes in. <laughs> Oh, um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah. like they still see you as miss ceely oprah
4: yeah <laughs> right, and that that thing will never
2: Ms. change Ms. Sophia, Ms. Sophia. Yeah. Sophia and
4: you know what it and, and you know what i'd been like you know what uh can i speak to a manager and i'd be like um you know what i'd like to purchase this store right, right. here C- can i purchase this <laughs> store well ma'am it's 11 billion dollars okay right here you go you you fired you right right here talking to me i'm your boss now you fired Mm -hmm. and then i turned around and sold the bitch because i could
3: tiki Barber couldn't wait to uh but tiki Barber, least surprising objected to this uh i i wrote stood for the national anthem all my life post 9-11 at john and Giants at chiefs i never took it for granted again great god bless america and american flag
4: that ain't got nothing to do with nothing
3: Gary Owen said he didn't agree but he would have stood for the national anthem and I'm like Gary Owen don't you make your money off the black community shut the fuck up
1: Uh, Gary Owen like the one that people voted him in to replace Stacey Dash in blackness yes Yeah.
3: Yeah, Gary Um, Owen who we won in the race draft uh, (laughs) (laughs)
2: like you can't you can't do that Gary shut the fuck up man Uh, I just need you you don't need to be part of every conversation Right. All you do, is put your lips together and do nothing, and keep them there. Is it is it that hard? I mean, like you said, Gary, you just sometimes you just need to keep your white mouth shut. Just yeah, dog. Just don't remind us. It's cool, bro. (laughs) We
3: done let you at the cookout. We done gave you a plate. Just shut the fuck up, man. And like he's
1: been at the cookout for like 20 years now. Like, he ought to know how it go. Right. <laughs>
3: you don't see me going on natural hair websites and giving my opinion? You better Because it don't matter. I don't belong there, and it don't matter. You Thank you for approving my membership. Um... Uh, <laughs> but yeah so uh he he, yeah he he i've just seen it all man but yeah he he burned down all of white the white fragility was just like gasoline to to this um and he been woke for a while anyway apparently on twitter he's always been talking you know about this stuff it it was just you know until he took a a stand or took a seat that people took you know got offended
4: oh so you hashtag Kaepernick slash nigga you probably would find all kinds of shit about that you know how you go through your search engine and you do Caitlyn Kaepernick or at Catlin Kaepernick nigger. You probably
3: mm-hmm.
4: that that shit probably still lighting up.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't even look. I looked in his mentions though.
4: Oh, his mentions is probably enough.
3: Listen, that niggas mentions. <laughs> Woo! Mm, that shit like a motherfucking war zone of of, of avatars, of flags, dogs, landscapes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of angry motherfuckers. Eggs calling him how uh you know being uh being uh upset with him you know a whole bunch of you know you're spoiled you're cocky you're you know know your place basically (laughs) uh at any rate though uh zero to 100 on how much you feel fuck with karen
4: oh yeah 100
3: all right all right brandon
2: 100 because like yeah (laughs) 100
3: all right ken
2: i gotta keep it 100
3: all right and i also will round this out with 100 man i was uh well you know in all fairness i'm gonna take it down to 75 because i also have been in a place where i've just been amused at certain amounts of ignorance lately oh, so I I, I I I was laughing at some of these responses like like mm-hmm. with, like it was like like when chris maloney said something i'm just like you oh shit like you you had a whole show about beating niggas up and fucking up the process of justice, all oh, shit. You know, like some of the T E Barber, it's like I just like of course you I knew if I had money and we had a game of well, who would say the most stupid It'd shit. Bingo. Yeah, ah! He was he was on my list, man. It's oh man. So yeah, I, I take it down twenty five.
1: Yeah. Chris Maloney they go back on set in like a couple of weeks because they moved the production of Underground to Savannah because I, I get notices for like casting and stuff just to look at them and like they're trying to get extras and stuff it's going to be a real awkward um, first couple of days on that set when I'm um, Aldous Hodge and Journey looking at him <laughs> like so, um, we read your tweets hey they just going to show up they like they pulling no punches B they just going
3: to show up like did you, uh, you read your script yet? Yeah, Oh uh, y'all read. I read. No, no, no. It's been some changes. It's been some changes. Yeah. You you might want to read um, that again.
1: Misha Green, she um, <laughs> she, um, her and um, Joe Pulaski, the showrunners. She going like, um, listen, um, you ain't gonna make it past the first <laughs> yeah. um, season two episode.
3: <laughs> going to show up on set. So uh, where's my trailer? Oh, see, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, you don't have a trailer no more, dog. Yeah, man, we actually got you a little makeup closet real quick. You just go in there
4: we're gonna take care of
3: you and uh we're gonna get you out of here by two man we trying to get we trying to get all your scenes done today today <laughs> uh can we get fake blood on the set fake blood We gonna need. <laughs> but,
2: but where, where's all my stuff in a box to the left yeah
3: <laughs> Yo, no keep the clothes that's yours now we don't even want you to go to wardrobe just
2: you, you're gonna get killed where are my regular clothes at um <laughs>
4: we've already had them shipped back to your house hey he gonna get killed he gonna get killed in whatever he
3: wore to the set that day <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have capris back then well that's what you dying in bro you shouldn't have wore those today uh, they had
4: adidas i don't understand He gonna get killed He gonna get killed in a converse everybody gonna see
3: it oh anyway um uh, let's see what else is happening with fucking with black people um oh a student was asked to remove a black lives matter t-shirt at school Mm -hmm. but another student was allowed to wear a confederate flag shirt is this in the south uh let's see what has happened um this is a buckeye union high school um it sounds like ohio doesn't it um mm-hmm. a girl wore a black lives matter shirt to school shirt said she says it's important to her but the teen says the administrators wouldn't let her wear it and made her change 15 year old mariah harvard says that adding to her confusion is the fact that another student has worn a confederate flag shirt to class before that's when she was asked to change out of uh, that's why when she was asked to change out of her shirt she felt like she was being unfairly targeted harvard says uh just after arriving at school on picture day oh on picture day i love it administrators asked oh, her to change yes. her shirt.
4: she had her fro freshly b- freshly blown out what
1: listen she was, was ready year, for that picture. this year <laughs> right i wish if i understood the blackest
4: picture ever
3: i hated picture day as a kid i really wish i understood the magnitude of having like 12 pictures of me with a black power fist it would have been so great you yes. know what
0: yes.
3: kids if you're listening to this you shouldn't be but if y'all get get on it <laughs> Get your ass in, get you some, get you, get you some shirts. Uh, but the shirt has three words printed on it as Black Lives Matter. Uh, uh, we're not saying, she says, Black Lives Matter, we're not saying that your life doesn't matter, we're saying that your life does matter, but so does I, she said. Before she changes to the white shirt provided to her by the school, Sism, of course white, she snapped a picture and posted her thoughts on facebook she also called her mother roxanne she understands what black lives matter means that's why she wears a shirt that's why her father purchased it for her she understands it's positivity black people should be treated just as fairly as any other race and right now in the world that's not what's going on said roxanne to show solidarity Mirage's friend genesis wore the same shirt on tuesday and was sent to the principal's office where after an exchange with the administrators her father removed her from the school Today I felt as though I was being punished for being proud and proud of my culture, which in the principal office, my, uh, my dad kept on asking him why he, they're suppressing me and why it's not okay to be proud of who I am.
4: Get him daddy.
3: Now the girl <laughs> says it sparked a divide in the school, adding that they've uh, heard some students claim, uh, Thursday it might get heated. So, uh, zero to hundred, Karen.
4: Oh, uh, a hundred, but uh zero for Daddy. Daddy showed. up was like, "What? You making my baby take her shirt off?"
3: Listen, any- and,
4: and you know, Daddy woke too. Daddy go, you know them hillbenders <laughs> been out here wearing them goddamn Confederate flags up. It? You know he went smack off. Daddy, Daddy, let them know. he was like, "Oh, you know what? Fuck this. Baby, pack your shit up. We going to another school."
3: Anytime the conversation ends and taking them out of school, that's like the power move. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the only thing you can do uh because everything else is like well go back to class and just
4: yeah he was like deal with this
3: shit he was like my
4: baby will not be harassed these teachers will not harass her ain't nobody gonna say a goddamn thing to my child you know that's what he said he cussed them teachers smack out you mm-hmm. know it wasn't pleasant for him for him to stump his baby out of there he cussed everybody he was like you 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 and you oh i'll be waiting for this <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right what about you uh brandon
1: 100 um especially the confederate flag we can't pretend in 2016 we don't know what that flag means and that it only came back into prominence during, you know, the civil rights era as a, you know, like mm-hmm. a countermeasure as, you know, like people trying to bring race keep racism as it was. Mm-hmm. It's not to support the, you know, southern pride or, you know, any of that stuff. It's about racism that's that's the reason why people wear it and stuff and shout out to the dad i hope that he immediately called up the local news station and got him <laughs> his child on there on the tv I would for a week straight they'd be the leading story on um like whatever it is um channel 12 news <laughs> <laughs> just embarrassed the whole school board
2: i would
3: and what about you can or to 100
2: uh, i gotta go 100 here too I, i'm not here for the white sensitivity of this article mm-hmm. um you know it's okay for her to wear her um, confederate flag shirt but I can't wear a black lives matter shirt right? because you're not down with the concept goodbye get out of here
3: and a hundred for me as well
4: and you know what I I think that daddy took them for a loop I think that they thought a mama was gonna show up in there and they messed around (laughs) and a man showed up in there and was like what you ain't gonna do I
3: don't think they was ready
4: when daddy started standing up they was like oh
3: I'm gonna be real though. They might have lucked out, cause Black Mama show up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. she turned everything over. Go. you out. She gonna move some furniture on her way yeah. out. Yeah, Black Did
3: Mama you. show up like Y'all you. Like it won't just be that, that they left the school, but you gonna feel personally slighted, cause they will start insulting you on levels that you didn't know yeah. existed. Ah! Yeah. You'll be you'll be fucking second guessing your whole career choice
1: and shit. I don't wanna, <laughs> Damn, I might need to retire. Do, do not, right, exactly. Do not let her find that child with the Confederate flag shirt on. Right, don't, let, let her, don't 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 be like there she is, mama. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> <laughs> go go all bad.
3: Everybody getting red. She coming. In. That's why you got high blood pressure now because all this built up. You like, oh god, how did she know about the high blood pressure? I did she look in my closet, my medicine? Um, all right. We uh, we've had we've had some uh, pretty sad stories here, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like we need to um, need to decompress, get a little bit of a palate cleanser. So, mm-hmm. I think it's time for us to uh, do some white people news.
0: Yes.
2: Singing the blues when the Red Sox lose. It's a crisis in your life. On the run, cause all your girlfriends wanna be your wife. And the laundry tickets
0: in the wash.
2: All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail. And your little angel hung the cat up by its
0: tail. And your third fiance didn't show. Not the third one! <laughs> Sometimes you
3: want to go where everybody knows your name I'm And they're always glad you came You want to be where I people see, see. I troubles are all the
0: wrong. same You, you want to go where everybody knows your name
3: Sorry, it's white people news time, guys.
4: Hey, before you start, this is the first time I've heard the entire version of this song. Yeah. This is a a pressing ass song.
3: Well, that's why you gotta go to the bar and drink. This
1: is a white tears anthem. Yeah. (laughs) Mom will say, okay, different world than going off. Time for bed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) When your quarterback's woke and he won't stand for the anthem. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta go. Um all right. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> apparently, uh, huge white people news, guys. Um Drew Barrymore has shared a makeup-free and very sweaty selfie after a hot yoga session. That's right. Oh shit. Yeah, this is major news here. Um she uh apparently you know, just got divorced, just had it finalized at the start of this month, and she's focusing on her well-being. She's 41 years old. Of course, she still has two daughters with her art consultant ex will cope and uh she bravely shared a makeup free sweaty selfie on her instagram on saturday very brave i mean i mean i listen i have a lot of respect for what colin kaepernick has done and the stand he's taking but this is true bravery
4: <laughs>
3: posting a no makeup selfie after a hot yoga session um
4: that's when you know it's real
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm so there we go guys drew barrymore she's uh leading off the white people news uh what else happened um does anybody remember amanda Bynes?
0: oh yeah um hairspray um
3: Mm -hmm. yes that too Ah! you may know her from those hits she's apparently reemerged after her celebrity hibernation um
1: is she better (laughs) yeah i mean i hope so was he ever
3: good uh, yeah <laughs> what is the define better um hey how's it going uh just wanted to see what's up uh she says um um on her i think it was instagram she posted yeah she posted a picture on instagram i'm forgetting i'm not even showing people these pictures karen can you off screen now i mm-hmm. actually i'll take you off screen and i'll put i'll go. put you right back no um,
4: yeah, let me see. So she
3: put this selfie up of her uh with a blonde wig on, uh taking a picture.
2: Um, so she came back in black china. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, what happened? It's funny cuz it's true.
4: Oh, what happened to the rest of her shirt? Uh,
3: I don't I know. Hope she oh
4: paid yeah. Full price <laughs> she's, doing,
3: she's doing hair. Oh yeah, I just see yeah, she do got her titties out oh yeah. yeah i
4: was like i hope you don't okay. pay full price for a half shirt i will never do that
3: well i guess she's like maybe thirst trapping or something anyway she back y'all so good for her good for her um let's see what else happened oh of course reese witherspoon and it's like the ghost of white women passed today <laughs>
4: all right everybody coming out
3: <laughs> good grief
4: Those are, y'all forgot about me
3: wow, my wife it's like y'all still fascinated by these people that's oh, interesting
4: yes
3: um do good soul searcher uh reese witherspoon apparently goes to work out and uh trades one inspiring top for another in her daily exercise session
4: oh shit can we see
3: oh uh, yeah let me put it on screen um give me one second here uh yeah she had two different tops uh the first one says do good and she's uh going out in her yoga pants and tennis shoes and sipping on you know staying hydrated hey, going to for a walk green yeah going for going for a hike and then later she switched shirts uh during during the, um her workout to a soul searcher uh shirt and um ah! hat and and even different shades it seems man she is a complicated woman okay i guess
2: the next one's gonna say stay woke i don't know Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: black oh, lives matter
2: hold on hold on
3: well she uh so now we know how she's working out she's 40 years old at this point and uh from my understanding i think they said she even designs these shirts as a designer of posh fashion she must wear them well okay so maybe she didn't design these but she she wore these um let's but, see yeah.
2: mm-hmm. she took so she what took what font is that brandon impact <laughs> <laughs> Put it on she's a designer
1: she, she hit two lines of a font um send it to the print. <laughs> conference got it back i mean
2: that's all of like half an hour of work
0: <laughs>
2: i mean half an hour Her <laughs> whole oh, <laughs> oh, cafe <laughs> press to type is it, about 5 minutes yeah just to,
3: you know to register you got to register on that site you know oh, 10
1: minutes set up 10 your, minutes max
3: set it up your credit card information i can see how i give you a half hour <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That's the longest part, typing it out of them numbers. Yeah,
3: maybe, she, maybe she was on, uh, she, maybe she was on 3G, you know, and it maybe it took she a while. I know,
2: down she bit. might have like a, 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 old printer in the back, a jet printer. <laughs> <laughs> and she got the paper and she
1: got the iron on. I thought it was the die Matrix once we're back in, um, in, in elementary school. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mandy Moore.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You're right. It's like the
2: white women like white yeah. women
1: coming
3: back from
2: like the nineteen nineties and two thousands like what is this? <laughs> they back. It's like, it's like all the like what white women band? of a certain age were in the wilderness. Like Schmidt, like unbreakable. They were in the bunker. I mean I've been I've been
3: wondering where she's been since um I think she was an entourage for a little bit and then that was the last time i saw her well apparently she got married and she said she poured herself into her relationship and it stalled her acting acting career which is why which has been soul crushing for her um yeah yeah she's opened up about her tough few years uh struggling professionally and personally uh she's 32 years old now and she said that she's trying to find her footing in this painful period of life uh the walk to remember star uh only just finalized her divorce of her husband for of 6 years Ryan Adams uh but said that the split had to happen for better or worse i poured all myself into my relationship so it's nice that that chapter of my life is closed they called it quiz in 2015 but the divorce was kind of bitter and drawn out uh cuz uh it was about spousal support and custody of their animals
4: oh not the animals <laughs>
3: Hey, remember, this is white people news, okay? Very-
4: also, <laughs> oh, we talking about the parrot, the cat, the dog, the cheetah.
3: Who, who the knows? Cheetah. But, you know, the custody was a big issue. It took over a year to settle.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, the flamingo, we got to find out who going to keep that.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, the, the llama. The llama, of course, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so her alt-musician ex uh, and her were not officially split until June of this year. She since moved on with another musician, Taylor Goldsmith. Who she just celebrated uh, a year with? Uh, oh. hun, the timing is that is some quick timing. She's single I for like three way. days. <laughs> She's like, I put my I put my myself on Christian Mingle for three days. Found another man. <laughs> and I've
0: moved
2: on. right Why Right, you right back. Do back. not wait to like find a new man and get married and once <laughs> they get of a certain age. Yeah, they that's know, true. The day to appreciate.
3: Yeah, that's true. It'd be like that Spider-Man rope, you know, like you don't let go of that other one till you to spun a second one, dog. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
3: fun. Yeah, you got to. You can't. You end have up falling. Got to have that play Andy. Yep. <laughs> um, so she says um that union has once again ignited her passion for music, something she has lost for some time. I miss music for the last year or so. Hanging out in this world again has ignited that part of my brain. Things finally feel like they're falling into place. I'm not gonna let anybody or anything hold me back anymore. uh And it seems that she may have a Taylor Swift-esque musical plan in mind, oh. so Ryan should probably prepare himself. I have so much to say and so much to write about. Also, oh, she's gonna be writing about her divorce and her ex, mm-hmm. tacky. <laughs> 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 taylor already does it better than you just let it go oh, okay yeah. She's nobody, a
4: master of that.
2: nobody nope. wants to hear old taylor swift
3: right yeah like people barely want to hear th- this taylor swift yeah, you might want to <laughs> let this go
2: it, uh but it supposed to be on like a new show on nbc coming up maybe mandy moore yes She's on
1: was- um, This Is Us, the one we talked about, the dramedy, where it's like an anthology series of people all turning like 36 or something like that or 37.
2: Yeah, because it, it's yeah. still amazing to me that I always, when I think of Mandy Moore, because I ain't watching any of those bullshit uh, Notebook to Remember movies she was in. <laughs> 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 so I always think of her as that little girl dancing on, on TRL. Notebook to Remember? Is that a mashup? Huh? Is that a mashup, Notebook to Remember? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> That's so good. That's so the shade. <laughs> Say yeah. something nice, indeed. Say something nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the voice of um of Rapunzel in all them Tangled movies and um car- mm. and related cartoons. So she she's straight on that. So oh
2: wait a So she went from the the uh, movie to the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Because yes. usually voice actors don't do that. They do one or the other, and then they.
1: Mm. <laughs> and then they hire somebody to do the um the cartoon version. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure doing the series let I me mean, check that to make sure I, did, I didn't mess that up but
3: yeah well when you're pouring yeah, yourself into your relationship i mean you just have to take what you can get mm-hmm. so she was just taking the cartoon work and the regular work she she needed it i yeah, mean yeah. how is she gonna take care of her pets <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
3: gotta ah! eat and lastly to complete the set in white women we were trying to forget about ah! Kristen stewart Says that it wasn't real life anymore, and that was gross when she talked about her relationship with Twilight co-star Robert Pattinson, and she said it was turned into a product.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. Can, can we I'm see? Confused. It? Oh, you Robert want to Pennison. see her? You the the, the the vampire in Twilight, the, the spark I thought one.
2: he was dating F. A. Twigs or
3: something. Yeah, he is now fk Twigs. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, oh, he's moved on, but they, they this ca- is when But back in the day, they were dating
2: oh and
4: this is the main character in yeah Twilight.
3: this the the boring one the boring
4: oh one. my gosh her face looks like i have nothing going on
3: yeah well apparently she opened up about their relationship they dated for five years but she eventually found that romance which hit the rocks when she was unfaithful on her with her uh snow white and the huntsman director rupert sanders uh she said it stopped being real life and became entertainment for people yeah i remember when she got caught cheating on mm-hmm. on him with rupert sanders and because rupert sanders scandal. is also married mm-hmm. and of course as soon as he got caught he went back to his wife and family and shit yeah and uh it, of course nobody sided with her because you know so many women are crushing on robert pattinson that it was like you evil bitch how dare you cheat on him you know and a lot of her fans are those tweens and shit mm-hmm. um and so a lot of his fans are those tweens i mean mm-hmm. so that's a big you know that's a big issue um it's
2: isn't
3: she like a lesbian now she is a lesbian now um she's been taking a lot of pictures with her girlfriend out and about and that's one of the reasons people are asking her finally about the, i guess she wanted to wait till she asked somebody else so she could talk about this i don't know but uh she finally started talking about it now because of that uh people wanted me and rob to be together so badly that our relationship was making me into made into a product she says um she's only 26 years old um it wasn't real life anymore that was gross to me it's not what i want it's not that i want to hide who i am or anything hide any or hide anything i'm doing in my life is that i don't want to become part of a story for entertainment value um and she also said uh i would never talk about any of my relationships before but once i started dating girls it seemed like there was an opportunity to represent something really positive i still want to protect my personal life but i don't want to seem like i'm protecting the idea so that does sort of feel like i owe something to people um so she's uh she's moved on okay robert pattinson uh i feel like he upgraded though fk twigs was beast she bad (laughs) and his fans was them tweens was racist as fuck to fk twigs when they started dating too like they like they weren't just jealous they was racist it's like what the fuck (laughs)
4: <laughs> like, supposed, y'all supposed to be the post racial society, right? Yeah,
3: like y'all can't just lust after this dude and leave it at that. It's gotta go to some, y'all gotta start getting ignorant. Ugh. Yeah,
1: anyway. like, a lot of those little girls are probably, you know, little white girls who want a proxy of themselves. To be right. So who, who, who is this baby? <laughs> yeah. That's why so,
3: that's why these movies resonate with so many people, cause, um, at least they were. I don't know if they still do, but like that's a whole fucking, uh, movie genre now, which is the boring, uninteresting, powerless white girl that all of the people with power want. Yeah, that thing. You know what I mean? Where they even cast people that look plain. Like
4: yeah, and she you does. Know. On, when she played those roles, that's why I've never watched those movies. It was like some of the highest rating movies you don't know as far as money wise of all time at the time. And I was like, I'm not going to see none of this bullshit
3: yeah divergent um
4: seen that either shit even
3: the hunger games man like as much as i you know i think general lawrence is a attractive woman and whatnot like the whole point of that character is to dumb her to dull her down like she doesn't get to be that sharp she doesn't get to be that have any personality it's you know like it's all about like the look a 15 year old white girl that isn't that important or special in any other aspect is the most important person in this movie and I think Kristen Stewart benefited from that as well
4: yes she did and no, I ain't mad at her alright they gonna pay me to look plain Jane and look all confused and not showing emotions <laughs> I'm showing up to the set too
3: yeah I don't blame her between less that
1: Karen less no this is how I'm acting less Karen
4: right no yeah. no <laughs>
3: <laughs> could you make no facial
4: expressions right Take the eyebrows no eyebrows we got to bring the eyebrows
3: bring it all down it so why down. are you raising your
1: voice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right oh and by the way I did check Mandy Moore is the voice of Rapunzel in the cartoon show so yeah so there you go <laughs> all
3: right let's get to uh some guests to race guys I feel like we've done we've done everything else right dude? you'll put me back on uh, yes, I'm gonna put you back on the screen before I even start this. I'm glad you brought it up because I have forgot. <laughs> there you go. You're back on screen. Thank you. Um, all right. Let's do some guest a race. Where's my guest a race song? Now that it's time for some guest right, a race, that 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 race. race. That's right. It's guest a race time. Now that it's time for some guest a race. That's right. It's guest a race time. You forgot. That's right. It's time for Guess the Race. Yes, I did. The number one game show going across all the podcasts. And we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, we'll have Ken and Brandon from the Say Something Nice podcast to guess the race in the chat room and Karen play along. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And they are racist. All right. Story number one. Um, How about this one? A woman was arrested after leaving her children, three of them. Uh, who are all under the age of four in a hotel room for up to three days
0: Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> pittsburgh a pittsburgh woman was jailed at the police say she left her three children under the age of four at a hotel for up to three days tabitha Grazik was 30 is 32 she was jailed monday on charges of endangering the children who range in age from eight months to three years old wow Mm -hmm. police said the children were left in the care of the woman's friend uh, at the day's end on banksville road police the friend told police that Grazik asked them to watch the children for a few hours friday night but by sunday the mother hadn't returned to get her children they tried to reach out to her numerous times and twice she told them she would come back in a few hours but she never showed the couple also said that they told her the children were running out of food clothing and diapers when they couldn't reach her on sunday authorities say the children were found alone in a room at the day's end
4: so they left the babies i guess they did Mm-mm.
3: when i was lab they found one child had open burn marks on her hands a second child had previous burn marks and a third had no more formula
2: Oh my so you
3: know, No more formula. No more formula. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least she didn't have burn marks on her hands. Yeah. The children were taken to the hospital as a precaution, uh, but before being uh, put into care of the uh, Allegheny County Office of Children, Youth and Families, uh, the, the uh, agency told CBS they had been looking for the children for about a month because of previous neglect complaints.
4: Oh. When she
3: came to the hospital to get her children, she was arrested.
4: Her friends is arrested too
3: no it don't sound like i mean they haven't said that in the they article. left
4: those children they should be arrested too yep
3: mm, let me think about this <laughs> if, you hop up, if you give me your kid on a friday say i'll be back in a couple hours and i wait till sunday i don't know man i don't feel like i should get arrested for that i told y'all lie because of me Okay. Y'all need to let me off with a warning or something.
4: Okay, so when okay. they told, did the police officers show up and they were like, "Okay, DSs, you can have them," or did they just oh, leave see, those children there and the police officers found them afterwards? That's you I, okay. Be I see. Two.
3: I see. What, I see what this is. We're assuming two different things, and they didn't clarify, so I don't know. I'm assuming that the friends are saying they found those children in the room alone okay and you're assuming the police found those children in the room before. right okay yeah i don't know which is true by the way
4: okay maybe I'm, they
3: maybe they did leave the kids but then how did they get the quotes from the friends you okay. see what i'm saying like how who gonna stick around and do an interview with the cops in the news if you left the kids alone that don't make sense i'm
4: about to say i know you get you tired of your friends kids but if you was like you know what fuck it
3: nah that yeah I, yeah that makes sense i mean if that case gonna be did, charged too yeah in that case yeah you should get charged you shouldn't yeah i, I feel you yes i thought you was just saying that they walked in the room and the kids was alone and then because the mom said can you take care of my kids and then three days later i took care of your kids till sunday you can't arrest me nigga i did the, the work <laughs> if that's <laughs> you no know i mean no like, it's my, no I'm a, they allowed because of me right yeah okay all right cool because misunderstanding, misunderstanding the way
4: they explained it is it sounded like they was like she was like hey take care of my kids they was like okay cool it's sunday all right i've been right. here too long all right peace out uh mm. officers they over there in, in mm. uh unit three go get them
3: yeah you know what's wild though it's like with um a person like this that the police are already looking for for not taking care of their kids you knew when she told you friday she was coming back you knew she wasn't coming back mm. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna be back a couple hours huh all right anyway It's like you were
2: trying to think what you wanted her to prove you wrong right you wanted to prove that she still had some sense an ounce of decency still left in her body to come back and take care of these children
3: she said that uh she didn't want to take a drug test uh because she said she would have failed because she had been taking percocet for aching tooth but she didn't have a prescription
1: an aching tooth Mm hey
3: Yeah, Mm-mm. and she told the police that the reason she was late is because she was looking for apartments and stayed with a friend for two nights.
1: Mm-mm. A friend,
3: and she said either. she didn't go to see her children because she fell asleep from taking pills. Mm-mm. And she was on probation for another neglect incident from 2014. Oh my! In that case, <laughs> she said that she was on methadone and one of her one of the children overdosed. Uh, online court records oh. don't list an attorney for her. Uh, guess the race, Karen.
4: She is white.
3: All right. What about you, uh, kid? She's white. All right, Brandon.
1: That is a white woman on Lifetime on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Uh, that's right. Karen can't type in the chat, mm-hmm. so uh, I'll just go in here and read it. But you gotta yeah, they start guessing already. Okay. Cool uh me meth head white um she attended the Drea Michelle school of parent in black damn <laughs> mother tried to dip out on the kids life like the dad did years ago black Aww. inspiration for the room too uh, this is Drea michelle's cousin meth head white she raised those kids to care for themselves and stand on the National Anthem. <laughs> white neglect. My cousin, Danielle, she also got her hair dyed green that day, black. Oh. <laughs> they had a hotel room white. All right, the correct answer is... And most of you got... Oh, wait, actually, it was pretty divided, but anyone who said white, you got it right. <laughs> and of course some of y'all said black oh, and that's what she looked like y'all oh,
4: my. Yeah. she was on some other stuff too
3: she got one of them I'm never coming back for my kids faces don't she <laughs> <laughs> them ain't my kids uh, alright can I add you back to the screen uh all right let's go to uh let's go to the bonus round we've been going for a while here we had a lot to get to uh so let's make this uh let's make this interesting guys let's go to the bonus round
0: double
3: the points and the race double the points and the race. that's right bonus round against the race double the points double the race so far everybody is tied one out of one but let's see if this is going to bring out the true champion Mm -hmm. also the bonus round is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel which is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin is trying to help you step up your shave game and get rid of razor bumps okay guys you can go to com and use code TBGWT to get 20% off of any, uh, I mean, off of your first month at getbevel.com. I shaved with it, you know what I mean? I, the other day I forgot I hadn't shaved for a few days. And, you know, when I was going through it with the mentions of, of hell, uh, <laughs> I remember I, that morning that I started feeling better, I shaved my face. And I, it was like I shaved all the hotepness and the ashiness. And all, all of it just shaved off of my off of my face and the skin irritation was gone as well as the irritation that was happening with these fools being stupid. So I feel like Bevel can help change your whole mentality, people. And I'm trying to spread the goodness to all these black people out here. Uh and, well, I guess everybody really. If you got coarse curly hair and scissors skin, it's for you too. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys use code TVGWT. Get twenty percent off at getbevel dot com. All right. Uh let's see. Let's go with the bonus round. How about let um, let's do an old one. Let's go and find one that we haven't even Okay. Uh wait, did they take this video down? Son of a bitch. I really wanna wanted... Oh now it's private. Okay, word. That's what then this is no good. Let me find another one. Oh,
4: they ready private. It
3: was about a teacher that got caught watching porn at class. That would have been oh, good. Oh shit. Um let's see uh how about um a lot of molesting kids jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) um all right um damn yeah seriously like six stories in a row about molesting kids i don't want to do any of these (laughs) good god it's more than six (laughs)
4: yeah children be getting molested y'all
3: well you know what y'all just gonna have to listen to y'all just gonna have to listen to some oh here's one all right this is much better it's just a man killing a a woman for no reason um a man <laughs> seriously
4: i can deal with that one
3: <laughs> somebody wrote it to uh to the show about you know uh you know some of the stuff with our guests and like jokes and stuff and i was just like i don't even know how y'all make it through any of the show it's all fucked up like it's all fucked up ain't none of this good (laughs) i just literally looked at like eight articles of like this person kills them uh fuck some kids i'm like oh no not no okay so the next one that's about it too okay all right anyway let's get to a good one killing a woman
4: (laughs) no molesting
3: a man killed a waffle house waitress over smoking oh shit
4: what
0: kind of cigarettes
3: uh <laughs> we're not guessing the race of the of the waitress can uh waitress at uh oh wait maybe he was smoking i have no idea a waitress at a popular restaurant chain waffle house was killed in biloxi mississippi early friday morning the waitress had requested that the customer johnny max mount 45 ah! stop smoking inside the restaurant at the heated argument mount pulled out a nine millimeter pistol and shot the woman in the head the fifty two year old waitress died a short time later at a local hospital. Her name is not being released until the next can is notified. After shooting the woman, he was arrested uh as he attempted to leave Waffle House. Yeah, police ain't never far from Waffle House. Uh-uh. I mean, <laughs> that's
4: their eat spot.
3: That's probably the worst place to do a crime if you really think about it. I mean, you'll get away I mean you'll get caught. Uh he has been booked in the Harrison County jail and charged of first degree murder. He's been held on two million dollars bond. Guess the race of Johnny Was max mount
4: he is black
3: karen's going black what about you kid i'm going white and brandon
1: see this is difficult Mm -hmm. belusie mississippi waffle house smoking um the fact that he tried to leave though i'm probably gonna go white
3: all right let's go with the chat room see what they say um good guy with a gun white marlboro man white (laughs) (laughs) three names white that's (laughs) that's <laughs> that's Bobby Schmerderbell, Black. Aww. That name reeks a rednecks version of Privilege so White. Can't smoke in here, well, I'll smoke your ass, White. Ha
0: uh-huh. ha His
3: menthol cigarettes <laughs> dangle from his lips, bouncing up and down as he argue with the waitress. <laughs> Shoots people in the head and arrested White just a, oh yeah they kill him that's a good point uh shoot uh just a 45 year old kid making
0: mistakes right? oh. <laughs> oh. oh that's good uh
3: at any rate karen you are now out of the running because the other two gentlemen got it
1: he was white. All right, so I be staying at home when I listen to the show. This mm-hmm. is literally the first time ever I've gotten all of the guesses right. <laughs> there you
3: go, man. They stepped the racism game up in the big on the big stage.
0: What did it
3: look like? Oh, I'm about to put it on, but I got to boo you first, Karen. I think I forgot? Oh,
0: I'm sorry.
3: Try to no, steal past no, it, you? No,
4: mm-hmm. no. No, I get the boos.
3: You got booed. Now we'll go to what they look like, all right? And he looks like he would shoot your ass uh, so he could smoke oh. a cigarette yep like he was like mm. oh yeah these my camels and you're not about to take get between me and my camels unless you ready to die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yeah
0: yeah
3: definitely gotta yeah. out shoot a motherfucker face i'll tell you that much um all right let's go to uh the last thing we do on the show every week uh or every day um gotta talk about sore ratchetness guys mm-hmm. <laughs> Dead. Next time, let him smoke a cigarette in peace.
0: Apparently
3: so. Japan stabbing horror: bag of bloody knives carried by attacker after disabled facility rampage. Oh, a suspect, <laughs> a suspect detained at the stabbing attack in Japan has was carrying a bag full of knives and other sharp tools, according to the latest reports. He was allegedly able to kill and injure a third of the patients at a facility for the disabled near Tokyo. A third? Well
0: goddamn?
3: Yeah. That, that's some terrorism right there dog like he really went out to people like oh i don't think they can protect themselves or this is how i can kill the most people what? the stabbing attack took place at Su Suki, wait sukyo yamari yuri okay at sukyo Yamayuri Inn, which uh means sukyo lily garden uh facility in the city of sagamihara in japan's tonagawa prefecture of course we all know that
0: <laughs> <laughs> surprise they That's gave us way. that
3: much detail uh, uh, on tuesday at around 2 30 a.m time leaving at least two thirty a.m uh leaving at least 19 people dead and 26 injured and 20 critically wounded um the dead victims who ranged from 18 to 70 years old included nine men and 10 women uh police arrested yeah. satoshi imatsu uh 26 years old after he turned himself in stating i did it uh he says it's better that the disabled disappear when he was reportedly uh when he was in custody reportedly told the police that uh when umasu turned up at the police precinct he had a bag with him full of knives and other sharp tools many of which were covered in blood according to local media reports he was later identified as a former employee of the facility during questioning, he admitted to smashing the window with the hammer to get inside. The police are still looking into a motive behind the attack. Uh It's a hate crime against disabled people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really. He pretty yeah. much told you.
4: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, we got to investigate. It's like, yeah, you killed the old lady with the oxygen tank, the old man in the wheelchair. Yeah.
3: It's like, but he literally said it's better for the disabled to disappear. And then they're like, but why did he do it? What What could be the motive? i just hate i really hate disabled people
2: but why what could it possibly
1: hmm. we don't Man. quite understand
3: yeah it's like any time there's a hate crime against black people it's like he called me a nigger. yes but what could he have done this for this? <laughs> wow we'll never know i guess we'll just never know uh Warren, <laughs> one one said he was fired from his job and wanted revenge however The news agency reported that he resigned from his post in February, citing personal matters. It also said that he had worked there since December 2012, and after his resignation, he had delivered an incoherently written letter to Tadamori Oshima, the Speaker of the House of Representatives of Japan so he may have had some just some mental issues in general Mm -hmm. the thirty thousand square meter facility can accommodate up to 160 people but it only had 149 residents at the time of the attack one former employee told japanese television station tbs that the patients at the facility were truly helpless they are truly innocent people what did they do this is shocking she said uh governor kanagawa of the kanagawa prefecture yuji uh uh Kuriawa? okay uh promised uh to take measures to ensure that nothing like this will ever be repeated offer my most sincere apologies and condolences we will work hard that this does not happen again yeah i mean this is one of those things that's like inconceivable you just don't i mean i know it's sad but no one thinks of people as being this fucking evil that you got to like extra secure this facility you know and I, i mean it's it's sad you know it's like yeah. It's like when we went to go see my, um, my nephew when he was first born mm-hmm. and there's all the security in it, and I was like, damn, it's a lot of security. But I, it's cause somebody went in there and took somebody's baby before.
4: oh uh-huh. And the hospital has got tired of being sued. Like, yeah, you
3: don't think yeah. of that the first day you build a hospital and or whatever, you're like the first person to ever have a, maternity ward wasn't thinking that till somebody took somebody's like, baby then i was like uh we should probably put something on the doors yeah you know?
4: yeah they have it now where a child is born they automatically put an ankle bracelet on the child an mm-hmm. ankle bracelet on the mama and around the doors if you walk if if that child walks through those doors and they don't have like a particular person that has like a particular like a heart thing or something the alarms would go out and they shut the whole hospital down
3: hmm yeah I was like, hey, my nephew just born, they already got him on house arrest, but then they told me.
4: <laughs> right, could you see this ankle bracelet around right. that ankle? You're like, what the, what the hell is this? I'm
3: like, this racist. They was like, no, it's not. This is what's happening. I was like, oh, okay, my bad. Oh, it's cause indoctrination.
1: Still. Yeah,
4: because <laughs> I don't steal people' kids, six, so
3: six, i don't six, be about that. What's up, YouTube? It's your boy, Uncle Hotep. Listen, uh, <laughs> they put ankle bracelets on black babies the second they born
4: no this is all children
3: and these coons be covering up for it saying it's all the children when it's just black <laughs> uh <laughs> i can't even finish this story man this is fucked up man <laughs> they they, they, they
4: should have put a bracelet on his ass
3: they don't have any evidence that he's a tied to like any radical islamic groups or anything like that um so they, they don't you know they if it's like some bigger form of terrorism and involves other people they don't have any evidence of that so could just be a one person being evil as fuck all right man make sure you guys check out say something nice podcast all right uh you can find it on itunes stitcher uh podomatic all those places wait not podomatic itunes Stitcher, rss radio Mm -hmm. uh all those places that you listen to podcasts um make sure you guys leave them five star review and uh I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy that show man because like i said i listen to it and i, I think it's great um it's fun. yeah Thanks so much no doubt man can you hey, can y'all give everybody y'all's twitter so they can follow y'all
1: sure um my twitter is at b touch if you listen to the show um john trolls me a lot because he'll like make a joke and then say send your comments to at b on twitter um <laughs> only one person ever did that it was in reference to beyonce um
2: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's my twitter handle all right and mine is at chico's kid it's like chico s kid uh all one word just my dad's middle name was chico i need a name (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh and of course we'll be back tomorrow Um uh, make sure you guys uh follow the uh i mean hit up our sponsor shadow dog pride on twitter get our album best of rod and karen um and don't forget go to get com code tbgwt so until then i love you i love you too Mwah.